Hello and welcome to Boarding Party's Pokemon D&D campaign. Featuring Bentley Woods CJ Phoebe Wilhelm Milo Ruder and D. Blackwater. I'm Drew, the Game Master for the Laris region. As most of our heroes make their way into Falchester, seems the town has been hard at work since last they were here. Hi everybody, welcome to session 94! Getting close. Boarding party. Dude, really? We're already on 94? Yeah. That's wild, man. Oof. Last time, we uh, the, the Tots asked many, many questions, and they got many, many answers. It was a very informative and learning session about their new their new toys. Um, we will not have Phoebe this week. Phoebe will be staying in the manor, uh, harvesting and growing uh, berries in, in the garden that is in the manor. So we'll, we'll get to that later, because the lads right now uh, are... I, I'm owed an explanation from each of you of which Pokemon are you bringing out of the manor with you, and oh, which yes. are you leaving behind? And those that you leave behind, what are they working on? Beautiful. If anything. Oh, snap. Due to location of where we're going to be at, D's going to put everybody in the PC except for Neek. Okay. Leave Neek, Neek in the manor? Neek's going to be working on his uh, the Pokeball design that we talked about. Okay. But with you outside? Yeah. No, he's in the manor. Yeah, Neek. so Neek's yeah. going to be in the manor working on the oh. Pokeball design. Who yeah. are you bringing? I think I just heard completely. Everyone but Nick no. is yeah. going to so, go into a ball. Yeah, everyone's going to go into a ball. That's, that's my question. Is yeah. Who are you putting back in the PC network? Oh, versus who are you leaving maybe? completely off the res, inaccessible for the I'm next I'm confused by hours. your question now. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm asking, like, who are you leaving in the manor? Who is off limits? Because you have a portable PC. Correct. You could have anybody at any time. Oh, but... so only Neek's in the manor. Yeah. Yes. There are the three PC. options. Correct. It's manor, yes. PC, or on your person. Got it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then because I have my have, active team with me. You have some time to prepare before you are shunted out of the manor. Yeah. And we're just going to gloss over the fact that Tia is going to stay. Or Phoebe's going to stay. Okay. Uh, because, yeah. Don't worry about it, guys. She's good. Slurpbark, Wimpimble, and Ruby are staying in the manor. Okay. Are they working on anything? Slurp and Bark are going to work on fighting each other mm. and trying to get stronger and wrestling and... <laughs> training moves that okay. I've totally thought about. Give me a give me a, a constitution check for the two of them. For while you're gone all day. Sick. See how they do. How do they do? Bark got a 19 and Slurp got a 6. Okay. Slurp doesn't get much out of the experience other than tired and some bruises. Like it. Uh, but Bark seems very determined. Sick. He sticks at it all day. He's an angry boy. Wimpimble's gonna work on his illusions and tricks and whatnot. Okay. Because he's an illusion boy. And Ruby's gonna cook and do whatever she wants because she can Heck do yeah. whatever she wants, whatever she wants. Ruby's gonna hang out in Ruby's kitchen. Anybody else leaving anybody inside? Yes. Who's staying inside from uh, the, the meatloaf rooster? So I am gonna bring with me Titania, Moonraker, Violet, and Kramer yet. Okay. Everyone else finally. is going to stay in there. Everyone else is staying in? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Monty is being assigned to be captain while okay. I'm out. Um, he'll run drills with the the other birds, Adibus, Fletchling, etc., etc., etc. Okay. Um, give me a constitution check from everybody who's running drills. And give me a charisma check 
from Monty. Okay, let's do as that as captain of the guard first. Yeah, because that'll set the, uh, the the tone. So-called DC for everybody. Come on, Monty. What was it? Sorry, charisma. Charisma. Charisma from Monty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, five. Five. And then uh, I'm not gonna do modifiers because there's a lot of dudes. Okay. And I don't really. Yeah. Just just give me a general one, and then remember for Atticus if they're involved, it's two d10. Okay. Do you need more d20s? I don't know. I'll just do this. Um, fourteen eight. Wow. Um, Who got the crit? That's a good question. <laughs> you may assign them retroactively if you want. I don't. It doesn't really matter. I'll do what I would have done based on color. Okay. And not, uh, so bullet would be the, the eight. Yeah, bullets the eight. Okay. Um, that would be Fletchlings the fourteen. That tracks. Um, that'll be Derby. Okay. Derby. Derby got the crit. Yeah. Okay. Two D10s for Atticus. Yeah. Atticus is two D10s, so the lowest you can get is a two. Uh, fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. The Atticai pick up pretty quick. Uh, bullet is too transfixed by uh, Monty's attempts to be very charismatic. Mm. Um, during which he's just kind of like rooster strutting up and down the the area. Uh, Fletchling kind of just does their own thing. Okay. They're like Monty's squawking orders, and Fletchling's just doing what Fletchling's gonna do. And the Atakai are like, heck yeah, bro, let's fly together. And the Fletchling's just like, okay, cool. Yeah. So they do all right. And I'll have, uh, I lied, I'll have Eunice and uh, um, Giraffe Rig and the PC. Okay, so Eunice and Giraffe Rig are in the PC. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I think I've got it. All right, so he's cracked it. I'll have Mortar, Manny, Rose, and Dragon on my person. Okay. Um, Nipsey and Dial-Up will be in the PC. Okay. And then I'll have Klaus, Huntail, Evan Rude, Tallulah, and Drip in the manor. All the waters. Uh, well, not oh, all. And Tallulah. Um, so all them fishies. Klaus and Huntail are just going to do training against each other in their big Fish aquarium tank. tent thingy. <laughs> okay. uh, Give then... me real quick two constitution checks from the two of them. Okay. This will kind of determine if they get anything out of the training when you guys aren't there. Oh, God. <laughs> A natty one from Klaus and oh, an 18 on the die from Huntail. I don't know Huntail's. Okay. Huntail commits very fully. Modifier. Huntail is in it to win it. Klaus okay. is immediately like, Dad's not here. I don't have to do that. So it's a 19 constitution. 19? Yes. Very good. Um, and then I'll have Evan Rude and Tallulah doing training on like the training grounds area mm -hmm. and particularly have Evan Rude continue to try ancient power. Okay. And then just have Drip on the sidelines watching them battle and also working on like contest moves. Okay. Just so I'm gonna say funsies. give me a performance check from Drip and a D one hundred for Evan Root. Okay. Performance from Drip is horrendous. <laughs> so it was a an additional plus two, yeah. you said? Yeah. So that's they a got some performance six. buffs. Six. Six! It's horrible <laughs> and then... Okay. Drip, uh, not being on an actual stage, is is kind of choking. Okay. He's like, yeah, what if I did that? It doesn't matter without the roar of the crowd, the adoration of millions. What is, what's the point? And then D100. D100 for, for Evan Root. 45. Yeah. Okay. He doesn't uh, make any substantial progress, but it does happen more than once. 
Okay. Biting on it. With only Drip as his witness. Do you need just anything from bad. Tallulah? Uh, what was she working on? Just doing training with Evan Rude. Like, yeah, yeah. Throw me, a, throw me a constitution check from Tallulah. 16. 16? Okay. Tallulah commits pretty well. Okay. I'll say it, at some point, I would assume Tallulah and Bark will find one another and be like, my sparring partner is aloof. And then they just kind of... Nice. They get at it. <laughs> okay. As the four of you step out of the door to Wilhelm Manor, it's a very jarring experience for the first time. As you take your first steps out into the real world, in many days, you, you plant your feet on the soft, icy, crusted over soil just outside of Falchester. What's everybody's passive wisdom? So just your wisdom score would be your, your passive perceptions. 17. 17? 14. 14. 14? 16. 16, okay. Um, yeah, as you all emerge, um, you're immediately greeted by frigid air and the smell of like a salty sea breeze. You guys can see the sun beginning to rise over an incredibly cloudy day in Falchester. Was the sky pretty red? No. No. No, like the sun is having a very hard time peering through. It's okay. just that like faded gray. But as you guys step out and are immediately greeted by very cold temperatures, similar to the winter, which is still very much on its way, the sea breeze does not do much to help with that the current moment. There are, I'll say tens of large shipping freight barges docked off the coast. My, my two 17 and 16 passive perception boys immediately notice two that stand out. One is a familiar and at this point very hauntingly large silver barge sitting smack in the middle of all of this. And anchored maybe a mile or two offshore is a much smaller, very out-of-place galleon. Looks very tacky compared to the rest of the boats. Like old-school pirate ship? Very old-school. Everything else is a more modern shipping freighter mm. with containers and The, the and silver freighter is, like, docked? The silver freighter is moored a little ways away. Okay. But it's sort of, it seems to be overseeing all of this, for lack of a better uh, phrase. And... All four of you immediately notice a dramatic rise in population of Falchester since the last time you were here. And almost all of them are bearing the insignia of an anchor. Sick. At this point, I'm going to ask you all to make a perception check. Or rather, I'll allow one of you to do it with advantage, or two of you can try. Um... See, the problem is I have plus four, but I, I roll too. terrible at perception. Just, I have a plus just four. do it. You want to do me? Just me and you? Yeah, you, you okay. test it. If so you both have boys, plus four, I'm throwing it. I've got plus Good luck, three. roll boys. 18. Not bad. Two. Oh, Joel. <laughs> Every time. That's why we have Devin. <laughs> yeah, you're you're just so caught off guard by the, the breeze that rolls in. That they would have both been bad. My <laughs> word. You are cursed, sir. As Can the... I change my proficiency because it's useless? <laughs> <laughs> No. It might as well just be like negative 10 because it's not going to yeah. make a difference. <laughs> All right. So the, the two of you notice very quickly 
Uh, D more so because it's fresh in your mind. A lot of these ships, in addition to the anchor symbol that they have, now seem to be bearing sails or banners or markings of a large carved purple smile. Does that seem familiar in any sort of aspect? It's remarkably so, for all all parties present and accounted for. Um, you know, you recognize this immediately. D, you pick up on one of these ships that's bearing a particularly large banner. Arlecchino Freight. The official logo being a harlequin's mask that is cracked down the middle. There are approximately about 20 or so massive ships in the harbor. Only six have that logo and are showing those banners. But almost all have somewhere on their, their ship the insignia of the anchor. And you see about a hundred or so armed folks on the dockyard. Sick. I don't. Uh, I don't think those cops did a good job, Milo. <laughs> that galleon was it? Uh, can I see anything out? It being out that far? Uh, you can try to make a perception check Kevin's from there. Like, are they recruiting? It is very far away. <laughs> can I go become I mean, pirate? Are they actually? I'm gonna leave. See you guys. Uh, it's 13. Yeah, nothing beyond what you've already seen. Okay. It's it's pretty far out, and it's still yeah, foggy for the morning. Okay. You guys can just kind of see, like, the silhouette of it, but the, the sails are currently uh, furled. Okay. There's not a whole lot going on out there. It doesn't look like anybody's on it. But no, so compared, no to the, compared to the last time we were here, no what's the posters. population difference? Like, is it 10 last times time as many people? Last time you guys saw or... maybe 10 or 15 dock workers. Mm -hmm. Now there's about 100 that are armed. Jesus. And a few hundred loading and un unloading all of these barges. There are crane operators that are taking these shipping containers off and onto various boats. After are there more the shipping containers? There are hundreds of right. shipping containers. All right, all right. Why did we come here? Because we're going to go to Port Thalo, right? So we're just trying to go around? Like, we don't need to be here, right? Um, I mean, I was kind of hoping we could free some more Pokemon, but seeing how the, uh, it's changed, I don't, I don't, think, know, I don't think the four of us are going to be able to do that. Yeah, it's not going to happen. I mean, maybe. I I have a lot of money. Maybe we could like try and like bribe somebody. Like, can I look around and try and find a dock worker who looks like he would be very low down the totem pole? Give me um, give me an insight check more than anything else. Okay. There are dock workers. Yeah, all I, abounds. I wanna I wanna find one that isn't just like a yes man. Like I am in the freight business. Like this is my life just doing it for the money uh what check was that insight. insight that is a 19 19 yeah okay you spend some time studying a, a lot of these dock workers and you do eventually find one that does not at least currently have like open carry pistol right um and it seems to be uh, an individual in their in their 20s with longer hair that's been dyed blue um and kind of parted off to the back and they've got a little bit of like the zigzag cut on the side. 
Um, they're wearing a, a baggy black and blue jumpsuit with no insignias. Um, and they seem to just be helping to unload. And they have a single ordinary Pokeball at their, at their side. But they seem the most approachable of everybody that you see here. Okay. Um, where are we relative to where all the stuff is happening? You I guys imagine... are kind of on the fringes of town, right. kind of overlooking this whole harbor area. This person to you is about maybe 200 feet or so, like down and, and kind of just intermingling on the docks. Because there's a little bit of like an embankment up to Falchester and then a little bit of a hill that you guys have kind of emerged on top of looking down. Okay, I want to try and wait to see if they're going to move from like the dock area to like back over where we are and where the shipping containers are. Ideally, not in a group of people, but like just yeah. try and see when he or this person gets further away from the dock and all the other people where I could maybe just be like, hey. Okay. Yeah, so all of the shipping containers and stuff are all down below you, down on the beaches and the dock area. You guys are kind of like up above. So if you wanted to wait for that, it might be a better idea to roll down. But the the choice is yours, because you guys don't... There's no, like, wanted posters for children anywhere. Teacher, but it would be a, a bit of a roll of the a, dice. I have a question yes, to sir. his question, follow-up yes, question. Um, which side did we enter in on? Like, did you bamf route, in from? Yeah, Route 111 side. It'd be the Route forest. 111 side heading down from Hillmouth. Okay. So you guys are up in elevation from everything that, that's, uh, you've, that you've seen so far. Cool, cool. So we Which have is to kind of how you've gotten this aerial view. Or we could climb the mountain. Or just hug the mountainside yeah. and then go you around could, the water. Like, they're not like actively patrolling or anything, okay. but most dock workers down here have weapons. Of cool, at cool, least cool, some cool. kind. Steal some dynamite. Like sidearms or like full like rifles? Most of them have just sidearms. Mm -hmm. um, a few seem to have... Bucket launchers? <laughs> no, they, it, it seems as though the privateers do still very much lean on Pokemon to for, for defense and other things. But a lot of the folks here look like they're just in it for a job. Because it, it's in their... This town seems to be... Business seems to be booming and it might be that the ocean froze over so everybody got stuck. Couldn't go anywhere. No, but, that's not it. Mm. <laughs> that can't be right. Yeah, but there, there could be other stuff going on. You guys are more than welcome to head down and ask or to try to stealth your way through. I, I kind of want to go down and like stealth my way, but like try and hide maybe behind one of the closest shipping containers. Okay. And then hope that this person that I've seeked out will like come in my general direction. If so Bentley like, starts to walk down, I'm going to grab him. Okay. And be like, stop. Okay. Yeah, CJ grabs your arm. You Do you not remember what happened last time we were here? Yeah, I remember, but that was because you guys went around asking all sorts of questions to shady people. Right, but then they just took us. So you don't think if they see us, they're just going to take us again? I'm not just going to barge in and be like, hey, we're back. I'm gonna hide behind that shipping crate right there that one okay but is this what we're doing is there anybody can we see anybody that's not like a private like even oh, just yeah. a child or there, uh, there are plenty of people like yeah. in Falchester yeah. you see some people you recognize from the last time you were here okay 
But the thing that stands out to you is just the dramatic yeah. increase. Yeah. In, but it's in not that. like it's exclusively. No, it's not like just. Yeah. It's not like a pirate town okay. or anything. Yeah, like yeah. The, most of these folks are just earning a living. They seem to be barge workers that have sure, shipped sure. in. Yeah. Um, and are now like pitching in to get everything unloaded for all of these ships. So nobody really is keeping track of what's going where. Yeah. Which may or may not be working to the advantage of something. It might be a complete coincidence. You guys haven't really gotten a gauge of anything just curious i just want to yeah. know what we're doing like are we going into Falchester to like look around and like try to free pokemon are we just trying to go to phalo yes both i don't know Mi mila what was the name of that guy the the the, the bird dude oh geez um <laughs> i also forgot so i was using you as a lifeline oh <laughs> uh, no 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 don't forget howlerton it was uh hercule wait no it was that's it with like an no age. that's a that's a hero he does he does hero stuff yeah i'm hold on i'm racking my brain give me a second <laughs> i'm Gala, 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 Gallimimus. it was Gala, uh, Hector, wait no uh, <laughs> you are my best friend you understand me Gallimimus. I want to play Dino Park or whatever the fuck that game is Dinosaur's Island? Yeah, I want to play that now. He's getting there. He's getting there. It was... It was... Hawthorne. Hey, he got there. Right, Hawthorne. So maybe... I forget where his hut was, but maybe we go there and ask him... It's about. It's It's only about 50 or so feet away. We can uh, ask he lives him on the fringes of what's, the town. I mean, it seems like, obviously, there are a lot, like, a lot more privateers here now. But also, it seems like there's just a lot of, like, hired hands. Like, they're just kind of doing this for the money. And if they're those people, maybe we can, like, kind of on the down low, let them know, like, hey, you know, they're smuggling Pokemon in these crates, right? And then we can maybe get them on our side and it's help. It's cute that you think they don't know that that's going on. Well, maybe they don't. Maybe they're just hired to move crates. They don't know what's in them. In my experience, you hire people to do a specific job. They kind of know what's going on. Yeah, but if you hire them and they don't know, then if they get arrested for any kind of reason, they can't out the whole process. All right. See? I'm not against any of this. I just want to know what we're doing. No, use your head, CJ. If they don't know and then people question them, they can't have the answers because they don't know. Look at this criminal mastermind over here. Here's I'm just thing. trying to think logically. Here's the thing. If this is something that we're going to be stupid enough to go in and go do, which mm. I'm not saying that I'm not down for it, instead of going from container to container, we need to find a manifesto. They keep logs of everything that is within them. We <laughs> grab it. We find it. That way we can eat more easily access instead of just running around popping open random crap. Yeah, I mean, we kind of did that last time. Milo, overhead you see a rooter Pidgey. <laughs> Headed off in the direction of Hawthorne's place. Okay. Oh, cool. Look at that. He might be doing his test. And then two more <laughs> kind of flit out from there. Oh, maybe they did their test. That's cool. Alright, so go are we going there first? We can. Okay. Uh, I think that's a good idea. Get a, just a general Find update. out what's going yeah, on yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with the PC, I'm gonna take out Mute, Star, Bane, and Dabloon. Okay. Who? What was the third one? Ban Bandit? Bane. Bane. Yeah. Krogunk, baby. Yes, sir. Just sounded weird. Cause he's a problem. <laughs> They'll ruin your day. <laughs> he's a nice guy. Coming <laughs> out here to freak you out. While we walk over. 
throwing this out there too. We could see if in the nearby forest or something, maybe like Smeargle and them are nearby, and if they're planning something, we could assist. That's a good idea. I like that. That definitely makes me feel better. There's a Smeargle? Oh, yeah. yeah I'll so take out my friendship coin that he gave me. <laughs> okay. Check this out, and I'll flick it and catch it and let you look at it. Go ahead. Yeah, so uh, last time we were in Falchester, we kind of <coughs> got into some hijinks. Uh, Milo and CJ, they kind of got kidnapped um, and taken onto one of those ships where the privateers are. They're bad news. It was intentional. We were doing recon. Oh, I think I remember you guys telling me something right. up yeah. along those lines. Yeah, they definitely didn't kidnap us. No. That's not what happened. <laughs> well, we snuck okay. aboard uh, intentionally. I just to be prisoners to yeah. get taken. But That's anyway, true. in you the did. forest, there was this smear goal. And it could like like draw things and like bring them to life essentially, and it had these like bolt cutters that it used to break the Pokemon out of these shipping crates because that's at least to our knowledge is what they're doing. They're shipping Pokemon that have been stolen or taken from other regions. There were like a whole bunch from the Hoenn region in the forest like that Atticus. like shouldn't be here. It, it was weird, but good weird, because they were free. So, kind of our thought process is, if they're smuggling more Pokemon, maybe we could help. And if Smeargle's around, like Milo said, maybe we could team up. Yeah. <laughs> or the Farfetch'd, because he knighted Mortar. He might be like, oh, look at how much stronger this knight got. Yeah, well, we have we have allies. That's a good point, Milo. We should We should try and group up with them before doing anything stupid. All right. Then yes. We'll lead the charge. As the you hill. guys approach Hawthorne's uh, <laughs> Hawthorne's hut, last time you were here, it was primarily made of wood. A little bit of like tin siding for the roof. Uh-huh. He's made some upgrades. Uh oh. He has like a thick oak wooden door that seems to have been salvaged from a ship. Oh, that's maybe. Cool. Okay. And a lot of the walls of his house now have nailed in heavier, thick metal sheeting. Okay. And you can see on top of his, his home now is a pigeon coop. And you currently see him sitting up there, just arms crossed, staring at you guys through a, oh. a, a, a scope. He just watches come out of a portal. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Magic door. Interesting. Hey! How far away are we? Could he hear me? I mean, they can. he can see you. Yeah, yeah. can he hear me? Yeah, your, your voice is Carrie. Hey, Hawthorne. Do you remember me? Yeah, you're that... You're that ruder kid. Yeah. What are you doing back here? Um... Just Don't answer that. Okay. Come in. Alright. Anybody follow you? Uh, no. Alright, come in. This is sketchy already. Are, are you expecting a storm? You got kind of batting down the hatches here with all the metal siding? That's new. Come in. Don't say anything else. Okay. And you hear a, a turning of a, a series of latches and keys from the inside as a familiar small dog greets you at the door. Yeah! Currently holding a paintbrush tail that seems to have lots of heavy scarring over the top. Oh, we were just talking about you. What's up, bro? I'll sneak in. He ushers you in. Oh, here's your coin back. Thank you. 
Good to see you, buddy. I'll put it in my pocket. All right. Yeah, he kind of ushers you guys inside, closes the door, and then slashes his uh, his painted tail through a, a series of buckets on the side, sprays it up, and you can see a whole array of new locks appear Ooh, on wow. the inside. I don't think As you really hear good. the heavy clomping boots of Hawthorne coming down like a metal ladder. I don't think I'd ever see you guys again. I don't know you. D. Hawthorne. He's, he's with us. Okay. Cool. Um, e F G. Great. <laughs> I hate you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you guys made quite the splash last time you were here. Yeah. 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 So much for a exactly. small town mailman. Exactly how we wanted it. Yeah. Um, it's, it's you've made intense. things a little worse out here. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. Oh no, really? That. Not I mean, to be fair, I feel like the privateers kind of did way worse things than we did. No, but... they, uh, after you guys stole a boat and did a little bit of a jailbreak, um, and at that word, the, uh, this miracle looks up and goes, Hey, yeah. The, the, uh, they started recruiting. Some new out-of-town folks started showing up. I don't recognize them, but there's also Pokemon coming in from other regions. Oh. Well, and then with that freak storm, everything kind of got bogged down. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, I don't know. Those, uh... You see those guys out there with the smiles? You stay away from them. They follow some... Some clown somewhere. I don't know. Don't tell me twice. He's a freak. Yes, right. he is. So, have, have you, wait, have you seen this clown? Only through the scope, thankfully. Um... What? Where? What did he look like? How long the ago was scope? that? Yeah. And he holds up just like a long telescope. Basically. Or not a... Like a... Spyglass. That's the word. He's not out there looking at the stars going... <laughs> I can yeah. see his freckles! <laughs> it was more like, is there, is yeah. there something paranormal about... No, like no a it, is a, it is a yeah. traditional spyglass. Seems to have seen better days. There's a big crack down the middle. When did you last see him? Oh couple days ago bro what that's not good. what how he uh he shows up every couple days usually wears bright colors always has a mask over his face but it can't be him no one's ever seen his face as far as i can tell but everybody down there seems to wear a mask if they're important so i'm gonna immediately start looking for my key yeah make an investigation check Seeing CJ do that, I'll also pat my chest to feel okay. where mine is. Make an investigation check. Oh boy. Nine. Nine? Seven. Seven? The two of you are currently unable to locate your pieces of the key. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, oh my god. No. I'm gonna pull my shirt and go into my shirt and look Bruh. for my key. I'm gonna dump out my entire backpack. It's a lot of magazines and stuff, CJ. Are you sure? Oh god. <laughs> You filthy boy. There's a lot of rocks in there too, so it's fine. Yeah. Okay. You uh, you dump out your backpack, and in the in the middle of it, that pile of all your stuff is your piece of the key. Oh. And Bentley, as you do a more thorough search, Shit. it's still hanging around your neck. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Well. As Hawthorne just looks at you, is like, whatever. Kids will be kids. All right. So uh, because Smeargle is here, I have to imagine. You know what they're doing they're here, doing like and kid, but that's a little too. Yeah, bad. I've been I've been spotting for him in recent weeks. 
Does he look like that? No. Okay, that's good. He just wears a clown mask. So like like it's like it's like a person that is just wearing a mask? As far as I can tell. Okay. Alright. Haven't talked to him or anything. Alright, well cool. Cool. That makes me feel better. Sure. Right? I guess. I mean, does okay. it? Well, clearly it's somebody who really likes him, but you know. Is it so could be his right hand man. It's better than it's not him. How many how many jailbreaks has Smeargum been able been able to pull off lately? Uh two a night for the last couple weeks? <laughs> the, uh, the lockdown with the barges, all the new people. They still haven't figured him out. They know I'll he's give, out there, they know he's working. I'll give Smeargle some behind-the-ear scritches. He starts stomping. Dude, sick. I want to do that. I want to do one. I want to go with you on one. Nighttime. Not right now. Well, I mean, to be honest, we are kind of hoping to go to Port Thalo, but we figured while we were here and stick my fingers in the dirt. We were going to help you on one of those. I mean, I'm not going to stop you. You guys succeeded last time, but it's not going to be easy. No, yeah, clearly not. Uh... Most of those guys have guns. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, they've they adapted whatever they were using in those. They're, they're not what they used to be. You mean the guns aren't the same? Yeah, they're much, much worse than before. Oh, great. Well, I guess I need to get a new gun. I wouldn't recommend it. <clears throat> Hawthorne, have, have well, you, I mean, if you seen those, just get better. Yeah, right. like a man, tan skin, blue eyes, buzz cut, blonde hair? Uh, yeah, yeah that's the guy's wearing the clown mask. There's, there's so many of them. <laughs> can't, can't say I have, no. Most of the <sighs> folks that walk around without covering their face or their head seem to be on the younger side or, you know, trying to make a name for themselves. So, like, pretty much everybody's wearing a mask, then? Most of them, yeah. Okay. Helmets. They, they keep like their faces covered. I'm gonna put on my Tyranitots headpiece. You're gonna fit right in. Alright. So this uh, manifesto thingy you were talking about, D? Mm hmm So th you think they would have, like, a list of what's in all of the crates? Most major ports would. There's usually a record keeper, somebody who keeps documentation of everything that comes in and out of it. Typically. Or you could just ask. I keep tabs on everything that comes in. Oh, sick, so you have one. A rough one. Cool. All right, well... I don't have specifics for you, but I have amounts. Like so would you have an idea one, which green ones. crates would have stolen Pokemon in them that we could rescue? Uh, or anything yeah, worse? Yeah, most of them. Okay. As far as we've seen. That's not good. I thought maybe they would be like interspersed with like like goods like food and things and there's not a lot of uh legitimate law enforcement out here so they Wait, don't have to hide so are like they just bring in the sh the crates in and then take unloading them and like sending them somewhere else How yeah two major destinations these days do you know where they are yeah one's uh one's alluvia the other one's uh nutri they head them down to port Thalo, ship them north all right. North to where? Haven't tracked him. All so right. I don't know. All right. All right. All right. But all you know, right. Aluvia, they, they're all about marketing and branding. Trucks that come down here are solid gold. They love to stand out. Right. All right. That could literally be anywhere. If they're going up the river, that could 
That could go anywhere. So... Well, no, they say that trucks come in from, knowing they're from, from Alluvia, Alluvia, then leave Falchester and head back to Alluvia. Well, that was one of the that options. That was one of the destinations. The other one is yeah. they go to Porthalo and then, and then go, go up go the river. Oh. You like, just said north. Did they go up the river? No, they're in trucks. Oh. So that would pretty much leave Amber Crag. Amber Crag. But that's not north. No. That's super west. I mean, Nutri. But if, why, why would they go to this side of the mountain if they were going to Nutri? The only yeah. place that they could go is like, is where here. you guys are from. Why would they do that? I don't know. Can I do a history check to see if I remember seeing any of those in my hometown? Yeah. What the Where's fuck are your parents died? doing, Ben? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm the one that my parents are the one that sells them, breeds them, and then sends them out. What do you think I'm doing? CJ twenty one. Yes, my god, you fuckers. <laughs> oh, I'm not even mad. That was 21. sick. It's so good. Twenty one. Twenty one. Twenty one. Um Milo, you you think back, you dig through those memory banks. And, yeah. and you've never seen trucks come through in yeah. the traditional sense. Yeah. Usually like small-scale, like, shipping trucks, maybe. But on occasion throughout your life, you have seen very large trucks roll through Ampcrag. Hmm. There's not a lot of places for them to go. Yeah. But there is a shipping lane on land from Port Thalo to Ampcrag. Because Ampcrag imports and exports things all over. Okay. Those woods Pokemon oh, come that... from and go worldwide. Okay, so like, uh, what? Why would they be sending them to where you guys live? I don't remember. I mean, I've kind of like seen them in passing, but I've never like. Well, yeah, you didn't know what it was. Yeah, I didn't never like see where it parked or what was in it. You know, I don't. I don't really remember. Like, home was always just kind of small, not too busy. Like, I don't know where they would, like, in Alluvia, it was obvious, because they had those giant warehouses where they were putting all the crate. Like, we saw that. But they don't have that type of thing back home that I remember. That's weird. Are there a lot of Pokemon where you guys live? I mean, my parents have Pokemon, but, like, my dad's a breeder, so, like, that would make sense. So does, like, he get the Pokemon from these people? I hope not. Kind of seems like it now. Just sending trucks from here to where you guys live. Who else would be doing something like that that's a there? Big, that's a big if, though. Like, it's not for sure. Like, it wasn't a for sure, like, those are the trucks, or it's a... I mean, I you've remember seen... seeing containers. You've seen, like, bigger trucks, like a, like a semi-truck come through. But you also don't see trucks in Falchester at the moment, so you yeah. don't really have a frame of reference. Oh, I but, will. like, you have seen larger trucks come through and yeah. drop off supplies. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you've seen trucks come through and pick things up. Yeah. But you've never bothered to, like, look at the contents or anything. Yeah, for sure. But, I mean, my family's only ever dealt with Pidgeys. And then I'll, like, look at Monty's Pokeball for a second. Like, Weird. Alright. Well, that's cool. 
So are we just going to stay here and then try to break out some Pokemon and then go to Portelo? I'm not against that because if there's a, a human dude who's like picking up the mime's work just to get any extra info would be helpful. I agree. But also, if we do break Pokemon out, I mean, I know that Smeargle is flying under the radar, but I don't know that we would be able to do that, so I feel like we'd have to do it and then get out of dodge. For sure. I mean, I would follow his lead, and if I'm just a guy to open a door for him at some point in the plan, I'm down to just be that for yeah, him. Well, and many could go maybe into a shipping crate with the shadow again. And Yeah, I mean, Dez is here too, so he can probably fly through them. And we can maybe smuggle out more than Smeargle will be able to do. Well, how does that sound, Smeargle? He just kind of scratches behind his head as Hawthorne throws down his version of a manifest on the roughshod table in front of you. I would just be careful because we've seen what kind of tech they have, i.e. like the gross fleshy balls, and mm. I don't know if they're, they have like ghost things now to keep, you know... Because we've done this already. We've stole Mox. They killed Mox. They know we freed him somehow. I don't know. Just throwing it out there. Don't, don't assume the same plan will be flawless. Bentley wants to look at the manifest. Our plan didn't work at all the first time. Yeah, no. I was yeah, the, like, well, maybe you shouldn't repeat it. It's the most recent offload of a ship called the Drowned Devil. Fuck. There are 16... <laughs> Shipping containers labeled Kanto. And next. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. There are 10 labeled Johto. And next to that, written in red, is the number 4. Wait, wait, wait. What was the first number? No, I got. Okay, 10 in Johto with a red 4. <clears throat> mm -hmm. There is a line for Hoenn. It says 27. And in red, 12. What what do the, the red numbers mean? Jailbreaks. Nice. For Sinnoh, 16. Two jailbreaks. Unova, 38. Oh! No jailbreaks. Oh, wow. Kalos, 10. And in red... Six. Dang. Doing pretty good. Alola. Two. No jailbreaks. Galar. Two. No jailbreaks. So is what the two, other number... Sorry. Two. No jailbreaks. Is two the number of, like, contents inside? Containers. containers. Oh, containers. Those oh, how many containers? shipping containers. Gotcha. Okay. And they are marked red if Smeargle has defaced them and made doors and gotten something or some things out. Jordan asking, which generation is Unova? Five. What, is there like a specific black kind and white. of Pokemon like, that they like? Game. It's the American region, so it's like the uh, trash bag, the ice cream cone, sick. the eagle. Sick. Yeah. The ones that represent us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean. America! Fuck yeah. <laughs> trash dessert and massive eagles. <laughs> <laughs> they pegged us good. Yeah. They <laughs> did. They got us real good. It was the one where they decided that, and I, I hate that they didn't do this more, but they're like, oh, in this game, we're going to have no old Pokemon and only new Pokemon. So they made like a new Zubat, a new like Geodude, 
Um, and everyone was like, but I can't catch Pikachu, and this is annoying. And so they went back to, like, the old way. But, <laughs> like, like, they made, like, 150 new ones, and there were only new ones in the entire, like, main it was, game. It was great. Mm-hmm. But also there's 38 shipping crates of them and yeah, no jailbreaks, which is like, what's yeah. going on with Unova? Yeah, there's a lot. There's some badass Pokemon in Unova. And you can, uh, who's, who's the highest passive investigation? What's your intelligence scores? I'm assuming it's D. It's not six, me. 16. I'm a dumb 16. guy. Also 16. 16. Whoa! Put some respect on that name. Dang, okay. <laughs> 17. Oh, yeah, so, but, oh. but Milo's the smartest, so... Good lord. Well, okay. Fuck off, boys. All right, so all three of you notice um, on the wall behind you um, are jailbreaks. Planned, scheduled, mm-hmm. botched, successful. Ooh. You can see a layout of the beach, and certain shipping containers have been marked off, and there's other ones that are circled, and then there are some that just have big question marks over them, and there is a massive swath on the deck of the Drowned Devil with a big old question mark. Mm, okay. And you can see a similar question mark next to the Unova in the ledger. Uh, looking at that, which one's the Drowned Devil referring to the that? The largest silver barge. Nice. Big boy. The one we've been on, bruh. Okay. <clears throat> and you can see in Smeargle's own fun way on these maps, he has painted a Rather menacing purple cat's face on most of the ships in the dock. Interesting. Purple cat? Yeah. I could be anything. Yeah, Yeah, like potentially a Pokemon that's guarding them. Right. I just didn't. I I was asking, like, what Pokemon would that be potentially? There's like two that come to mind. It could be anything. Yeah. Live herd or Perugly? It could be. Perugly. It could be a bipedal Dragonite with For a all, tail. Exactly. Like, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it could be anything. I'd be like, ugh. It's, no, it's just Sam no, Regal with a mask on. I'm a cat. Gross. Stop. <laughs> uh, CJ, do you just have, like, is Dez just out and about right now? Yeah. Do you have him with you? Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, Let me see the PC. I thought you had it. I gave it back. I always give it back because you're the one that always but has it. are you just using it? Just give me the... <laughs> Give me that tablet, boy. Um, I am going to take my last Premier Ball, okay. and I am going to do the same thing that I did with Crash, and I'm going to tie it, this ball, okay. to the PC with all my tools and stuff. Okay. Give me, the, give me an intelligence check. Oh, man. All right, so it's based upon okay. this... It takes you a little bit of time, but you get there. Okay. And you, know just, the, you know the rhythms. Yeah. Gesture to the manifest... It seems like it's not a good idea to try and jailbreak anything that's on these big ships. Because based on that drawing, something is guarding it, would be my assumption. He also didn't have us, though. Did you tell us what was going on with your visions and whatnot? Oh, we, yeah. Do we have that information? I, yeah, so in D's, like, yeah. Su- not suicidal, but oh, depressive so like, state. So, like, what would happen if you we ran into your dad? Probably oh. not good for me. And I hand you the premiere ball. What what do I want? For Des in case. Is that a thing now? Yeah. He's done it once. Once once you do it once, it's the DC goes down every time you try to do it again. Okay. Alright. That way they can't take him from you? Yeah. So and whenever I if not saying to do it. I mean sure. they can. So alright. 
uh, are we doing this? Jailbreak? Maybe, again, not the ships. We'll stay maybe as far away from the dock as we can, because that seems to be the most concentrated area for these goons. I will say no promises on my end. Or okay. like you're not down? No, about staying away from the ships. Oh. D, that's not a good idea. When have we ever had one? <laughs> he got oh, us. Yes. Sick Sick burn. Burn. Those are rare. Sick burn. He got us. Yeah. D, I'm serious. Like, I'm too. Dude, his dad might be here. I get it. Yeah, but I don't want D to get captured by his dad. That'd be terrible. You guys got captured and he didn't have any <clears throat> preconceived notions about you. You were just annoying kids asking questions. Hey, D, I just want to point out, too, by the way, mm -hmm. they had, last time we were here, the technology to catch a Pokemon. Like, they, this is a Pokemon. I'm just going to pick up a cup off okay. the table. <laughs> and a cup. they threw their Pokeball at it. Mm -hmm. And even though this, this Pokemon had a Pokeball, mm -hmm. it still caught it. And then, let's say it was your Pokemon, right? Let's mm -hmm. say it was a Fang. Mm -hmm. The Fang's Pokeball would disappear from your belt and go into this Pokeball as well. They take everything. It's like, a great idea for the future for debt. I'm just saying in this particular instance, it might not matter. So, like, be aware of Yeah, it's that. not safe. That happened to Evan Rude, and Monty saved him. We, like, got him back, but it... It doesn't prevent them from stealing Pokemon, basically. Well, the PC... Because, I mean, I, clearly Devin knows. Like, the PC is still in some form of way tied to their thing, so we'd still be able to access it. Correct? In theory. No one's ever tried. No one's ever tried the Drew! So we would still have Classic. access to it, we would just have to pull it back out, but in their new ball. And then I can deconstruct it from there, and even with that, I can take their technology and make it to where couldn't happen again, or to where... We could do it to them. Hawthorne will, at this point, just clang his way back up to the roof with his spyglass. Sure, man. There are things to watch over. Oh. Manifests. I'm going to watch for CJ. I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to follow. Okay. okay. Yep. Yeah. The the Smeargle just kind of listens very intently as you're all talking. Like, I'm getting like 10%. Can, solid 10. Yeah. Solid 10. 10. And he kind of just keeps looking back and studying his maps and, and thinking, and every once in a while he'll add some symbols and scratch a few away. But just FYI, I brought Star too. What is your plan if we do see your dad? I don't know. I don't have one. I'm gonna kind of go off cuff. Alright. Gendy, that, that doesn't seem like a good idea. It's probably about time I didn't have one. Pew pew. Depressive gunshots. Finger gun. Jickies. Milo, give me a <laughs> perception it. check. This Why? time with advantage. Oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Through the spyglass, as you head up with Hawthorne, use one of Tia's dice. Wordlessly, he will hold the spyglass out to you and point off in the direction of two specific Come on, this one's gonna be good. Come on. Oh my god. Unbelievable. I used a different die. 13 was my best. I told you you used one of Tia's. You didn't listen. I can't. It's bad jubies. As Hawthorne points out to you, the Drowned Devil, yeah. A ship you are intimately familiar with now. Uh-huh. You look through your spyglass. It is one of the many locations that Smeargle down below had marked with a purple cat's head. Yes. You see, floating ominously on this ship, a cadabra of similar 
skin texture to Mox. Purple, oily, iridescent. It catches the oh. very faded sunlight in a very ominous way. Oh. And while you're looking, give me a stealth check. What is going to on? A good start. <laughs> so, like a light bird, or worse, <laughs> or much worse. That's much worse. Uh, 18. 18. Okay. It wasn't perception. As you're looking for a few <laughs> seconds, kind of taking in what you're seeing, Hawthorne just shoves your head down onto the deck. And the two of you feel this very ominous presence <gasps> about three feet away. And he claps a hand over your mouth. And you just hear the horrible sound of like dry leaves on crusted snowy dirt beneath you just being very slightly disturbed. Three boys below, as you're discussing. <laughs> Sick band name. Smeargle just stops and holds up a hand. What do you do? Ah, shut up. Yeah, I'll just kind of stop and like look at him and be like, what's going on? Stealth checks. <clears throat> You have to not hide goodies. your mind. Hide your minds. Oh no! It's a natty one. No! <laughs> Jesus. No! <laughs> oh good. no! That's a six, seven for me. Oh no! <laughs> All right. Yeah, natural one D. I did my part, guys. Anyway. Shut <laughs> yeah, okay. As as Hawthorne grabs you and tucks you to the yeah. to the roof. You sit as silently as you can as you hear the sounds of metal being just ripped from the middle. The three of you inside, as you whisper to Smeargle, what's going on? What are we doing? You hear that same horrible rip from right behind you. Fire! As hovering in front of the two of you is a semi-familiar shape and figure of a very large cadabra, purple oily skin, no eyes. As it holds its hand out towards D and lifts him. And it points two fingers at the two of you and lifts you up as well. As you can see, Smeargle, who crit his stealth check, has painted a box over himself. <laughs> and is just looking out the hole like... No. Do no, it, no. Can I do anything? Not on a natural one. Damn. As the, <laughs> as the three of you are hoisted, you immediately feel your hands seize. And your voices just kind of lock up. It's all up to Hawthorne and Milo. Oh, yeah! As the three of you are hauled out into the open. <laughs> Shit. D. <laughs> you see in front of you an abnormally tall human. Approximately six foot seven. That's a he big, weighs that's a big man. on a muscular structure. He's about twice as big as Jack's. Oh, it's a, it's a large man, Dwayne. He has forearms. Touch of gray hair going on dark black up top looks like it's been dyed but it's very very short on the back and the sides it's got a very military attitude at his side he has a similar pistol to what you've seen cj hold 
but it is tricked out with some pretty high-tech military gear. Cool, cool, cool. Over the top of his pretty ordinary gray shirt that is holding on for dear life. This man is huge. (laughs) (laughs) He is wearing a barnacle-crusted dark brown leather jacket. His pants are combat-esque, and he's got similar combat boots to what you left home with. Thought I told you to stay at home, boy. Take these two. I don't care what you do with them. You're with me. As the cadaver releases his grip on you, D, you feel yourself land and be immediately scruffed by your father. Just right in the back of the neck. He grabs you, he tosses your beanie aside and just grabs you by the dreads. Told you to stay home. It's a dangerous world. Why don't we go learn just how big of a mistake you made? You, search the rest of the house. There's got to be more here. And you just hear Hawthorne just. Oh, they're in the house? Not anymore. No, I didn't think so. But... Okay, he's just still telling us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like. Yeah. You can hear them walking away. You hear three distinct sets of footsteps. One very human, very measured. Sounds like thick boots clomping on this soft, sort of snowy dirt. Anyone in there? I'm not gonna hurt you. Just come out now. Nice and easy. You hear the sound of, like, a holster being unsnipped. And that... Come on, then. Where are you? And you hear the... of some sort of beast below you. Can I have the two of you leave the room, please? Ah, shit. We'll get to what the cadaver does with you in a bit. And D. Hey. We'll get to you later as well, buddy. Okay. Oh. Take a walk. Good luck! Shavers! Natural one. Milo? Yeah. You hear all this going on below you. And you can just barely see through some of the cracks in in the metal. This oily cadabra just hovering off with CJ and Bentley vaguely towards the docks. You see this very large man scruffing D by the dreads and his beanie just tossed aside. How far is that from the house? About 10 feet. Oh, okay. So really close. Real, real close. Okay. As these two disparate groups make their way, You see the long, swishing, barbed tail of some sort of creature. It's purple. And you can see nothing. But you hear sounds of someone searching the house below, collecting all manner of plans Mm. for jailbreaks. Someone's been busy, haven't they? Right then. Where are you? Now you're in here. You can hear he just sort of tosses one of the stools to the side. As Hawthorne just goes. He just reaches down towards his side and pulls out one of those pistols. 
Okay. I'm gonna have you roll for his attack. Okay. Just a d20? Yep. 19. 19. Okay. Hawthorne just looks down. And you see this very long syringe dart just stick into this guy's neck as he just just collapses to the ground and you hear and goes get this one the creature thing yeah yeah all right go as he starts like reloading the next the next gun go ahead and roll initiative for okay i'll say two of your dudes okay you can pick who um over's here for emotional support yeah. guys you don't have to tell me what it is but how big is it it is approximately panther sized okay so it's pretty big it is quite large okay i asked uh to see if kramer could eat it uh, <laughs> uh you can try you can try kramer i can do a lot of things all right, I'm gonna send out. Um, let's do let's do Violet and Cramorant. Okay, as Violet and Cramorant hit the field, go ahead and roll initiative for me. Violet, you're up first. Sick. Okay, uh, Violet is going to um, focus energy, Comet Punch. Okay. The creature. I'll just tell you, it's a Lightbird. Okay. We'll make it nice and easy. And we got five attacks incoming. Five attacks incoming. Hello, Grover. Um, for, um, sweet God, 12, or 13, okay. and two 25s. The two 25s hit. And, and two more misses. Okay, so two hits. Yes, okay. Come on, Vi. Uh, seven damage. Seven damage, okay. As Violet comes through... Two of these punches are super quick, dead on the money, and the other three seem to just punch air where it looks like this creature should be. As she's striking through, the creature just looks up, gonna come in for a bite and two claw attacks on Violet. Yeah. We have a natural one on the bite, a 13 on the first claw, and a 19 on the second. One hit. Okay. Violet, you take seven points of slashing wow. damage back. Okay. And we come to uh, Cramorant's turn. Okay. As this creature just kind of claws through Violet, and it's there's a similar give and take. Seems like these are these are two very very potent individuals. But Cramorant, in this moment, what are you doing? Uh, he first high stakes battle. Yes, it is. Um, he is gonna see what's around that he could eat. Okay. So can he do like a perception check to see if there's anything? Uh, I will just tell you he there are eat. there are some rudimentary like stools and chairs, yeah, which would be a yeah. similar thing to what he would normally eat. Yeah, there's a few crates. Uh huh. Um, otherwise, there's not much. Hawthorne okay. doesn't have much. In his That's health. fair. Let's do a stool. A stool? Yeah. Okay. Yes, you gulp a stool. Yes. Very good. Uh, I gotta do a con check. Mm-hmm. I know, we've never used Cramorant in a battle yet. Uh, Not really. 12, so he succeeds. 12, okay. Good stuff. Let me pull up Cramorant, just in case we need to. Okay. Yeah, so are you Are you going to swallow it? I'm gonna, or are you going to spit it up? Well, I'm going to have it ready to spit up. Okay. Very good. Yeah, so Cramorant eats a uh, eats a stool. Yes. As Violet is like, bro, I kind of need you. Violet's turn. Um, Violet is going to um, hold her action mm -hmm. 
um, in knowing that the bar stool is going to come up. Okay. So uh, to either like just keep there and focus energy up for the glow to keep its attention, maybe. Okay. And then uh, if the stool hits or misses, use that as a distraction to go in for another punch. Okay. So she's going to hold her action. Yes. Very good. That brings us to the Lightbird. It's going to be another bite in two claws of Violet. Sure. You are the thing in front of it. Yeah. The first bite, oh my god, is a 24. Yep. The claw is negligible. It's like an 11. And the other one is worse. Okay. So one good bite coming in. That is 10 more points of piercing damage to Violet. Okay. As you feel these fangs sink into you, you're just looking at Kramer, you're like, any time, dude? Yeah. Kramer at. Okay, he's going to throw that stool at him. Please do. Bop. Uh, 22, 22 to hit. Okay, 22. That'll hit. And then... So be 2d8 on the... Spit up. 10 damage. 10 more damage. Okay. Very good. Whoopsie daisies. As the, uh... Yeah, Kramer, as you see your moment, you go... And just eject a, uh... A large stool out of your face. Yes. Phrasing, maybe. Um, as you smack <laughs> the uh, the leopard right in the side, Violet, yes. you, I believe, are holding a reaction. Wham! Five more hits. So we got one crit, um, okay. an unnatural 20, a 22. Good. Uh, a 24, oh. and a 19. All hit. Okay, perfect. That, and one's a crit. Just the distraction that we needed. So now I don't roll that one, right? It just does max damage. That one just does max damage. So I don't have to roll anything for that one. Correct. Okay. So that is 10 plus... The four, 40, yes. Okay, uh, let's just do this twice. 10, that's another 13, so 23. 23. Another 6, so 29. 29, so... 39... 48. 48, okay. Thing's still up. It's a good round of hits, but that was uh, Violet's reaction. Yes. And she's the top of the round, so Violet, you get one more bout of punches. Pa-pow. Do well. Dang, three hits. Oh, God. Really, really bad. Oh, no. The best is a 14. Okay. You have shot your shot, Violet. Yes. And at this point, it's a, a bite coming in at Violet and t- uh, one claw there as well. And then the other one, she's it's going to turn around and sure. go for Cramorant. Okay. The first bite on Violet is a 14. Okay. That hits. The claw is uh, worse. And then for Cramorant, we have a claw for 17. That hits. Okay. So the bite on Violet is max damage of 16. Jeez. And the claw on Cramorant is also really good. It's 8. As this Lightbird is just tearing into your buddies, Mila, from up above, you hear the the click load of Hawthorne as he's kind of taking stock of... Actually, that's a fair point. Which of your friend groups do you tell Hawthorne to keep an eye on? You can track one. God, um, I would. Cadaver's not leaving any trail. Yeah, I would do these two because I have a good feeling that he's gonna be with his dad. Okay, so it'll be a little easier. Okay, so yeah, Hawthorne will keep a a vague eye on where these guys go. Okay, but we'll get to that in a bit. Okay, Lightford has done its round of attacks. Cramorant, what do you got? Um, he's gonna try to get another chair. Okay, a chair this time. Grab a chair. (laughs) Crit. Crit eats the chair. Okay. Um, yeah. You you critically swallow a chair. Cool. Well done. 
Well done, Kramer. Yeah. Am I limited? Can I send out one more, or am I? Am I uh, yeah, you have, you have the ability to throw out another okay. if you think you need it. Okay, probably. Okay. Um, I here's what I what I plan to do because okay. I'm. Uh, this is a lot going on. Yeah. Moonraker's not ready for this kind of combat. Yeah. Um, I don't think Titania is either. She she probably could, but she's gonna jump out on her own. Mm-hmm. And then I would like to do it on Cramorant's turn. So, like, she lands and thuds on him, and that's what makes the chair come out. Okay. I like it. <laughs> I dig it. Okay. Uh, so, first things first, uh, top of the round. Yes. Violet. Okay. On the sliper. Really quiet. Come on, Violet. You can do it. You gotta punch him. Punch him real good in the face. There we go. Six attacks. Okay. It's looking good. Come on. Um, God. Dude. 14 is the highest on that one. What is happening to you? Um, jeez, and then 17 okay. and 16. 17 and 16 both hit. Okay. Come jeez. on. Violet, what happened to your, your jubies? 15. Uh, 15? Yeah. So that would be 63. Lypert goes down. Oh, sick. Okay. Okay, we didn't need it. Yeah, so Milo, as you and Hawthorne successfully eliminate the Lypert and Privateer combo. Yeah. Uh, you, you can kind of see now as you're looking into the, the, the hut. That Hawthorne lives in. Uh, there's now just a massive hole that's been torn through the metal in the wall. Okay. And you can see the Smeargle still sitting in the box down below because there's no yeah. there's no top to it. He just threw up a, a little wall and has been kind of miming it and yeah. hoping for the best, praying that Cramorant doesn't eat the box. <laughs> um, as you as you drop down, you can see where the needle has injected into this guy's neck. Yeah. Um, it's been just slowly coursing this like deep black liquid okay you can see his veins have just turned black this guy ded dead okay he is exceptionally ded dead okay and he is currently holding one of these pistols okay um i'll kick it away from his hand okay. just in case um just out of instinct yeah okay i'll look up as hawthorne's still tracking yeah he's like i gotta beat you on the move i guess so yeah all right. Told you it got worse here. Uh, yeah, no kidding. All right. Out you go, buddy. Okay. Oh, I was going to say, can I can I loot the body? Oh, to yeah. check for like a key or something? I'll say real quick. Yeah, give me an investigation check of the body. Because okay. it is very gross. So the DC is a little high because you are a young boy. And yeah, this is fine. a dead man. What is it? Sorry. Investigation. Okay. Search those pockets. Uh, seven. Seven? Yeah. <laughs> yeah you, you kick the gun out of his hand and you're like, ah, nah, I'm not messing with this. <laughs> okay. Okay. So out you go. We're going to bring these two lads in. That's funny. Two boys. All right. All right, two boys. Yep. Two boys. Dos Nino. As the two of you are hoisted and very rapidly removed from Hawthorne's place of business, the Cadabra just floats down towards the docks with the two of you and presents a shipping container. Unmarked, unlabeled, with no destination visible. As it swings its other hand wide, the door very quickly and forcefully is opened. For the two of you are lobbed in. And the door slams behind and you hear the same lock. You guys are sitting in total darkness with no idea what, if anything, is in the crate with you. What are you doing? Do I have my Pokeballs on me? You do. They they did not think to 
search you for anything. <laughs> All right, I'll so this is a smash and grab. I'll send out Manny. Okay. Manny Man. emerges in the darkness. Shadow, uh, we're in some trouble. Uh, we're in one of those shipping crates. Do you remember when you, like, made a door, Shadow, that Manny could walk through? Maybe you could do the same on, and then I'll, like, try and just feel where the door was that we were thrown through. Yeah, that give, me a, give me an investigation check at disadvantage, because we are blind feeling. Okay. Come on, buddy. Ooh. Eleven. Eleven. Would okay. have been a twenty-one. Yeah, you're kind of just feeling around. It's very Velma, where are my glasses? Okay. You're like, where was, where was the door? Right. CJ, what are you working on? What's the play? Uh, what's the situation with Des right now? Uh, Des just as soon as that wall ripped open, just went. Okay. And just hit. Cool. Uh, I'm gonna call out to him then and be like, Des, 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 are you around? Are you here? Get a response. Okay, then I'm gonna reach up to Mana and be like, "Are you awake? Hey." She is like tightest curled ball yeah. of all time. <laughs> yeah. Terrified. Are you okay? It's okay, Mana. We're it's, we're gonna be okay. We'll get out of here. That's one of the bad. Yeah. Okay. Yep. How, how, what do you? How do you know that? Just look at him. He's me. Yeah. That's uh, very accurate. Okay. Are well, you guys making any attempt to be? Sneaky peeky? I mean, Quiet, like, we I imagine... Are all bets off? I, I No, I started yelling for Dez, so I was not being quiet okay. in that respect. Yeah. I'm you, just talking in a low voice. You but both I'm not. hear from behind you in this in this crate the echoing cacophony of just skittering. <laughs> don't feel anything on you, but you're not alone. Do I have the uh, Joltics on my jacket still? At the moment, no. Okay. They have seemingly made their way around into the manor in the night. Okay. But did not come with you. Shoot. What's the play, boys? Uh, I'll send out Mortar and okay. have Mortar light up his arm and his tail, obviously. Yeah, as soon as Mortar hits the field, he very brightly illuminates for you an enormous all white chitinous beetle standing on two legs behind this massive set of like steel bars in this container oh. <laughs> what's up what's up what's up man before mortar's initial burst dies down and with his the dim light of his arm all you see are these like dull reflections in its eyes? Uh, hello. What's up, man? You 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 doing, you doing okay? Oh, okay. And it just rakes these massive bladed arms down the sides of the bars to no effect. We're not trying to hurt you. Yeah. Wait. No, no, okay. that's, no, 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 no. We're trying. We're not. We got thrown in here too. We want to get out too. And it begins kind of rocking the container from right, side take, to take side as easy, you guys take are it in easy. there. Holy shit! What the All right, fuck? If we if we break you out, can you help us get out of this container? It's just throwing its whole body weight into the side of this container. Uh, Morta, we're gonna have to calm this thing down, and I think maybe if we let it out, it can show that we're on the same side. What do you think, CJ? How are we gonna let it out? Morta, can you, like, grab the bar and just 
Try and superheat it and like melt it. Uh, give me a strength check from Mortar if you want to have him try. Okay, would this be at advantage because he's out fresh out the ball? Um, yeah, I'll I'll give you that. Okay, sweet. Oh, let's go! Mama. It's a twenty-three. Twenty-three. Okay, and then roll me some uh, roll me some damage. Roll okay. me some fire damage. Bark, 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 indeed. Uh, Jinkies. Oh, I'm rolling way too many dice. Rollies! Uh, 11. 11. Okay, Mortar, as you clamp your arm on, mostly for stability, as the whole shipping container's kind of rocking back and forth, the mm -hmm. two of you are just getting tossed aside like ragdolls. Mm -hmm. tracks. As Mortar begins to melt through this bar, the creature in its haste and rage lashes out toward you for 17. That'll oh, hit. Oh, shit. Okay. So Mortar, right right in the hands, you take 15 points of slashing damage. Ow. As just one of these bladed arms bumps into you. It's not even like a focused attack. It's just running from one side of the container to the other. But you are making some headway. One of those steel bars in the middle is beginning to just kind of melt and goop away. But you hear more kind of, Mortar kind of cry out like, Ugh! Can Mortar try and communicate with this thing in Pokemon to be like, hey, what the heck? I'm trying to get you out. <laughs> Give me a, uh, well, I actually have a further question. Uh, pers uh, persuasion or intimidation? Uh, I think... What's the route? I think he would go persuasion just because, like, his hand now hurts. Okay. <laughs> He's not trying to intimidate this thing that's clearly just absolutely savage. Mm-hmm. Uh, 11. 11. Yeah, you gather very quickly, Mortar. Uh, this thing does not have language. It is a being whose intelligence is low enough that it acts on base instinct. So can Mortar follow that up with his own rage and try for an intimidation check thereafter? Uh, it'll be a disadvantage, yes. Okay, but just that persuasion clearly didn't work. Now he's just angry. It's a four. Okay. Mortar, as you begin squawking in your duck-like manner, trying to get this large beetle to calm down, it just launches one of its blades through the through the bars at you for an 18 to hit. Oh my god. Yep. Uh, not as bad this time. It's another seven points of piercing damage, though. Jesus. As the bladed arm just sinks into your abdomen. Your, your call whether or not you're dealing fire damage back on these. I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it, it recoils a bit as you hit it, and it kind of slams into the back wall. And you can see everywhere it's hitting, it's kind of bowing the steel slightly. Mm -hmm. But it's going to take hours of this level of slamming to get anywhere. More to get away from there. It kind of backs up and he just goes... Things too dangerous. <laughs> Mana, can you calm it down? I'd have to touch him. I don't know if that's a good idea. I can make jelly. Or I can try to put him to sleep. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. Is it is it calming down at all? Or is a it a like, bit. Okay. It's not like slamming side to side. It, okay. it was burned and it doesn't seem to like fire that much. Right. But it seems very light sensitive from what you're gathering. Oh, fair enough. It's, okay. it's white, you said? Yeah. It is all white. So like... Albino white or just white? 
Is there a difference? I mean, I white. guess. It doesn't have like red eyes or anything. Okay. It has like black. Because like albino would shark be eyes. like the mutation, whereas like white is just like a complexion kind of thing. Yeah, in the weird low lighting of just mortar existing, mm -hmm. it's kind of hard to tell. Okay. Because all you get is shades of white and then these like black shark like eyes. All right, Benley's going to send out Rose. Okay. All right, big bug thing. It's okay. Rose will help heal your burn. Rose, aqua ring. And I'll have Rose try and aqua ring the the burn wound on this thing. Okay. Roll me some some healing numbies. What do you need me to roll? Uh, Rose's healing numbies from aqua ring. Mm, if she has any. I forget what it is each turn. Is it a? Should be some degree D8. of d6s D8. or d8s. Got it. Got it, got it, got it. Two. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he heals ever so slightly. Mm -hmm. That is still like... <sighs> but it seems to just be moving further back from the bars. This thing is just rude. Trying to help. It's pissed off, dude. We should just let it do its thing and not mess with it right now. I guess, but like it could maybe help us get out yeah, of here. Yeah, it could, but it doesn't look like it's going to. So we need to figure out something else right now. All right, Rose is gonna aqua ring on mortar. Would okay. that have healing properties, or would it just hurt him? It might. <laughs> it might it to both. Might. <laughs> it it might. Okay, I'll just I'll I'll have her go for it. Okay. They are um, of a highly incompatible nature, but it might work. Yeah, I mean, you never know. she's just doing it to try and be mo motherly, but that's okay. four. All right, Mortar, you heal two. Okay. And then the container just very quickly begins to fill with hot boiling steam, and then Rose retracts, and it's like, no, never mind. Okay. Steam bath, baby. Welcome to the sauna. No, uh, no, no, Is no. the Shadow and or Manny still trying to find the front of this container. Yeah, in the very dim light of uh, mortar, you guys mm -hmm. are able to see it. It's only about three to five feet behind you. Okay. Um, you guys got tossed in here pretty unceremoniously, but it's not a super long thing. It's probably like 30 feet deep. Right, so the shadow is going to try and make another door to the outside for Manny. Yeah, yeah, Manny theoretically could get out right now. Okay, so Manny is going to walk through the shadow Okay. And then look back at the door and try and see like where the locking mechanism is. Manny, give me a stealth check. Okay. Oh boy. Come on, buddy. Roll high. A four. Four. Okay, Manny, as soon as that shadow appears on the side of this container, and you peek your little head through, you just get thrown back in by a forceful purple hand. <laughs> just launches you back in. As you come tumbling through, you're like, no deal, boss. <laughs> no deal. Not getting out that way. What's the play, lads? What do we do? CJ, what Pokemon do you have? Crash Bang, Chicky Baby, and Big Liz. Thought. Maybe, maybe Big Liz could use that poison, that corrosive poison, and make like a hole for us in this metal. 
Maybe, man, but isn't that what just Manny just did? It's just, that cadaver is just well, waiting out there. The, the, the shadow, it kind of makes a doorway. This would be like breaking through the metal, but maybe if we do it on the opposite side, does the container with this bug take up the entire back? It's it's about the back half. It's about 15 feet Okay. by about 10 feet of just this bug. Of which it's occupying about a third of that space. It is quite okay. large and kind of like coiled in on itself. It seems okay. very uncomfortable. All right. Or I'll throw out, I'll throw out uh, cyanide. Okay. And tell her don't hit that bug, but use your like poison stuff. We need to get out of here. We're in like a container. Shoot it past him and try to get it on the wall so it burns the wall down. Or behind him. He yeah, like yeah. Okay. So Let's do... if Manny went out the front door and the cadaver was right there and pushed him back in, we're going the opposite direction. Okay. Uh, cyanide. Roll me an acid spray. Plus five. Oh boy. Your the immutability of your boiling poisons might actually be highly relevant here. All right, Come on, kid. Go. Just don't miss. Yeah. That's a 17 plus 5. That's a lot more than that. Beautiful. 22. Give me 1d12 and 1d6. A d12. A d6. The d12 is far more relevant here, but Asset. the d6 is still there. Uh, 8. Let that went on a journey. Uh, for the acid and 5 for the poison. Okay. Yeah, you watch as the caustic nature of this spit just splashes into the wall behind this massive creature. And it slowly begins to eat away. And then as it drips further down on this wall, over the course of a couple seconds, it melts through the back enough, and the sunlight begins to peer in. You guys kind of have to cover your eyes. You've only been in here for a few moments, but it's been very dark. Mm. As the large white beetle-like creature just jumps towards this, this rent portion and just tears its way through. Mm. He watches it's immediately just kind of detained. And it as it's flailing around. You see that purple cadabra hover over. Look down into the hole and see cyanide. Cyanide, you have a reaction. What are you doing? Um, Make she, it good. She, <laughs> I, she's just going to do another acid spray at this at this bad, get, bad boy. I dig it. Come on. Get a girl, get a get a get a girl. Come get a girl, on. Get a get a get a girl. Come, Come on. on. Oh, what, hey. a, what a fucking that's a dirty 20. A dirty 20, 20 hit. on the second deck. Dirty 20 hits. Give me a <laughs> D12 and a D6. Let's Come go. on, big Liz. Oh, oh two acids, three poison. Okay, more importantly, you require it to make a concentration check on the telekinesis that it's using. Ooh. Which it handily succeeds. Oh. Damn it. However, the, my two boys. You have a, about a second before things get wiry. What are you doing? There's a hole on the other side of these bars mm -hmm. through this container. Mm -hmm. And you can see this large white creature just flailing out, but it can't quite reach the cadabra. And the cadabra's looking down at the two of you through the bars still. But it seems to have a bead on cyanide at the moment. What's, your, what's the play? Can Shadow open a door the other way? Gut instinct. You each have a reaction. What are you doing? Uh, I'm, I, I would pull out my gun. Okay. 
Good stuff. You pull out your gun. Do you Rose shoot? is gonna fire off an Aurora beam at the Cadabra. Okay. Give me give me an attack roll for Rose, and then if you shoot your gun. Yeah, while she's doing that, I'd probably be pulling my gun out of my bag. Okay. Dirty twenty. Dirty twenty hits. <sighs> give me some damage. Yup, 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 yup. That's eight damage. Eight. Very and good. And the next attack is reduced. Okay, it maintains concentration on the telekinesis. Ah! The creature's still hanging up there. CJ, are you firing or just equipping the gun? Yeah, I'm gonna point it at the cadaver and... And fire? Let off a round. All right, give me an attack roll. Add your dexterity and nothing else. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Come on, buddy. I don't like it. Come on. Roll well. Roll well. Oh, (sighs) wow. It's a five. Okay. As you... (laughs) Very nervously, for the first time in a long time, the only person you've ever shot is a doctor. As you, <laughs> as you take aim at this cadabra and fire, the needle <laughs> launches out towards it, and <laughs> very Kylo Ren stops about six inches from the hand. Oh, man. As the telekinesis shifts it over no. and injects it into the galissapod. No! He watches this cadabra just throws it back in, and as it slams into the now weakened bars, it tumbles to your side of the container before the cadaver just folds the metal closed. Well, that was good. Go ahead and roll for damage on the Galissapod. 6d10. You'd be so kind. Oh, my God. So, that was the right choice. I did good. (laughs) 6d10? Mm-hmm. Let me I know mean, if you need more. That's why I use the gun, baby. It's oh, necrotic no. damage. That's why I use the gun. And baby. then we'll go ahead and knock off the uh, the second of your six darts. Uh, ten. ten. Twenty. Four. Twenty-four, 24. damage. Yep. Okay. The Galissapod is now just furious and knows, thinks it knows that you shot it. So we're going to go ahead and roll an official initiative here. Oh my god. All right, boys. We might die right now, Bentley. Yep. It's been a it's been a good run. You can do it. I believe in you. So just whoever is out, do we roll for our trainers or Uh whoever's out, you guys will go on your dexterity scores. Okay. All right, boys. The Galissapod is up first. Mortar is the most illuminated source. He's going to take one of these claw attacks. CJ, you're going to take the other. The one for Mortar. It's a 23. (laughs) CJ, the one at you is a natural 4 for an 11. Your AC right now is 12. So as it dives towards you, you just instinctively go, "Ah!" kind of fling yourself to the wall and manage to dodge. But Mortar, the... uh, the familiar sting of 13 points of piercing damage as this large scythe-like claw digs into your abdomen again. Oh boy. You may deal fire damage back if you so choose. And the Glissopod has currently taken at least 24 necrotic damage. Yeah, he's gonna do that. I mean, more out of it just happens as opposed to he's actively trying to, but... Oh, that's 10 damage. 10! Okay, it's a lot of damage. And then half of that becomes temporary HP for Mortar. Heck yeah! So he gets five back. That might be highly relevant. Manny, you're up next, buddy. 
Things are very confusing for you right now, but the big bug. Big bug. Make it easy. Um many so can he still see the cadabra? No, uh, the uh, the container's been very roughly closed. There's a oh, little right, bit right, of right, light right. trickling in. But, um so but he's yeah. gonna he's gonna go for a bond rush on okay. the Galisopod. Get it. So he'll attack two times. Very good. Um, 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 um. So the first one is a 23. Okay. And these, well, they automatically crit if they hit, right? Because yep. mortar's there. Correct. So 23 on the first one and a dirty 20 on the second. So that Both would hit. be nice. 16 damage because it's just going to deal max. That's good. Okay. And then Mortar gets an opportunity attack. That he does. Come on, Mortar. <sighs> Mortar, you are very much flanking as well. So most of your guys' melee attacks are going to be at advantage. Yeah, because he's, there's he's, nowhere to not be flanking. He's going to try for a Soul Siphon now that he has temp, temp HP. HP. baby! Very good. Ooh. Thank God for advantage. Mm -hmm. That's a dirty 20. Dirty 20 will do. Oh boy. One... Throw him, big boy! Come on! Feel the noise! Yuck. That's really bad. It's 13, 13? damage. Okay. I guess it'd be uh, 11 fire and 2 ghost. Okay. If, yeah, the uh, the Galissapod doesn't seem to distinguish between the two. It just seems to be primarily afraid of fire. Okay. Um, however, that hit knocks it below half HP. But uh, we'll get to that later. Okay. CJ and Bentley, are, are you two doing anything? Yeah, I'm going to turn to Mana and be like, okay, I think it might be time for temporary jelly. Okay. <sighs> Mana, give me an intelligence safe. Come on, come on, kid. It's a 10 on the die. 10 on the die, okay. Has a 50% chance of working. Oh boy. You're good. They work like death saves for mana. 10 or above works, 10 or below doesn't. As the creature is flailing and screaming, mana just reaches out one little fingy. Boop. Touches on there. Give me 2d10 psychic damage. And Homeboy needs to make an intelligence save, which, oh my god, is a natural 16 minus 4 to 12. Wow. <laughs> What'd you do? That's uh, it's lowest two. possible. Two? Two damage. Fitting. Because um, our, our, our Critter Pal makes the, makes the save. Great. Because um, the DC on that is whatever Mana rolled on her intelligence save, which is 10. Yeah, I'm so, going to pull her back in. Okay. Yeah, she touches it, and you watch as a little bit of, like, jelly-like substance kind of pulls out of this thing's eyes, and it just shakes it off in fear, and it seems to be looking for an exit regardless. Okay. Um, Bentley, are you doing anything? Okay. No, I'm just going to hold tight. Okay. Just stare at this thing. Very good. Rose. Ah, <sighs> boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. What's the play, Rose? Um, Rose is gonna again try to aqua ring heal mortar. Okay. 
for eight down right. to four, I yeah. guess. Mortar, you heal four points. Let's go. And some Rose. more of that steam begins to just pull off in the near vicinity. Um, very good. Cyanide. Um, she's just gonna do and try to make another hole in the wall. Okay. Seeing as we all need to get out of here. Still. Yeah. Give me. Um, you're not worried about what you hit. Right. Anymore. So Literally just roll just damage. Trying to make as yeah, much. Give me that d12 d6. Possible. Yeah. Because you're not worried about missing and hitting a thing that you're in combat with right now. It's eleven oh. acid this time <laughs> and five poison. So nearly max. Yet again, uh, cyanide. You just and you can hear the of the shipping container above you just kind of beginning to to buckle under its own weight. A little bit of daylight starting to creep through. Top of the round is the Galissapod's turn. As we all know, when they fall below half HP, they immediately attempt to flee. Right, right? Jordan knows I that. I totally, I absolutely yeah. knew that. Uh, it gets a 17 on its strength check is that to rip through what's left of the container. Uh, is anybody taking an attack of opportunity? No. As no. it leaves. Okay. As it Hulk jumps its way out, you watch as, as it reaches the air, it just swings back on instinct towards the Kadabra. Hit it. Oh. First attack's terrible. Second attack's not bad. Second attack <laughs> hits exactly, but I'm not going to tell you what it was. Okay. Um, for an amount of damage. As there's this, like, oily Icarus blood that falls down below, it makes a similar, like, kind of pooling sound up above as some non-caustic acid of what's been pooling in front of cyanide this whole time. Um, as it... You hear another <laughs> on top of the container as it seems the Kadabra has lost concentration on its ability to float for the moment. Oh, snap. It is unable to regain control of the Galissapod as it runs. You hear the <laughs> as it just bounds off in the distance, seemingly towards the docks. You're welcome! And then you hear the uh, and you see a purple Kadabra give chase. It oh, seems shit. for the moment you guys are no longer the biggest threat. Oh, shit. I'm gonna have the two of you exit now. Yeah, we need to run! As you guys break out of your shipping container woes, you meet up with a gun-wielding Hawthorne and Meatloaf Rooster. Meatloaf! All right, two of you get out of here. Oh, shit, God. D. The day you've always been dreading is here. Few things strike you about this moment, as your dad has you scruffed by the dreads and is just marching you towards the docks. One, the most obvious, the physical changes that he's undergone. This man is substantially larger than he should be, much larger than he used to be. And as he hauls you off, you can't help but hear the clanging of two Pokeballs at his belt. As he marches you onto the docks and throws you into a small black motorboat dinghy. With a single motion, just gets it revved up and sails you off into the sea on choppy water. Not to the drowned devil, but to the ship that's moored about a mile offshore. That large galleon. As you're on approach, he says no words. He just swings this little dinghy to the side of a boat. Give me a perception check as you're 
pulled unceremoniously onto the deck. Uh, it's going to be an 11. Okay. As you're brought on board this sort of knotted old wooden ship, it seems as though it's been restored many times over. As you're brought on board, you see an enormous turtle shell coiled in the corner, sort of slumbering this enormous blastoise. As it spins, gives a nod to your father, and goes back to its rest. Sort of growing into the side of the ship, very Davy Jones feel, is a barnacle-crusted creature with two heads, just sort of resting. And with each breath, a little bit of, like, algae kind of pools at the side. Seems like it's drooling a bit. Your dad marches you past these two figures and into the captain's quarters. And as he pushes you in and slams the door behind you, the tough guy act drops. Dave, what are you doing here? Um... I, uh, what? What is happening? Look, I got, I got appearances to maintain, okay? The, the kids that you're with, they did some stuff last time, okay? I can try to help them, but... I need you to stay put, okay? Look, I... I owe you a lot of explanations. Yeah. Listen. Just... Lay low. I'll explain... When we get your friends to safety, okay? Listen, I've been... I've been terrible to you. I haven't been there. I've been so wrapped up in trying to avenge your mother. Which we need to talk about, because I know. For another time, though. What do you know? She went to what I can presume to be New Tree, found some creature, and was killed by the, uh, the mime. Why would she be in Nutri- How do you know about the mime? There's a lot you don't know that I've more recently found out. But if- Have, have a seat, kiddo. And he walks over and grabs two glasses and a jar of what looks to be whiskey. He goes, you- You've more than earned this. Pours your glass, slides it to you. And then he downs his and pours himself another. Can I insight check him of his, mm -hmm. like, just overall, like, is he trying to put on an appearance or is this, like, yeah. is this Give me an insight who check. he's trying to be? That's not bad. 15. 15. For as different as your father looks, he's also acting different. This is, this is new. You haven't seen him in a long time. This is not who he used to be. But is it like, like his, in, like, is he, doesn't, he sincere? You don't get the sense that he's lying to you, and his mm -hmm. posture and demeanor has shifted since you said the mime. Okay. But as he sits down, plants the bottle between the two of you, you can feel the, the bobbing and the creaking of the ship beneath your, beneath your legs. How do you know about that mime? Well, my friends ran into it, um... We met uh, a gentleman who knew of the mime and mom. 
and essentially gave me a play-by-play -play of exactly what happened. Her body was dumped over into the reservation as found by rangers two weeks later after she passed and was killed by it. Just tell me you didn't have anything to do with it. No, of course I didn't. Inside check. Yeah. Ooh. Eight. Okay. <laughs> You're exceptionally nervous. You've yeah. imagined this moment a thousand times. Yeah. But these are not the responses you're expecting. Mm -hmm. And it's it's throwing you for a loop, and it might be a little bit of that whiskey. Okay. You are 16. It's yeah. like your first taste of like hard liquor. It's, it's like... probably disagreeing with you heavily. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <sighs> I knew it. Look, D, I... I fell in bad with these people here a few years ago. I was trying to make a better life for you, for me, for your mom. I was trying to get us all out of Green Gate. The forest ain't safe. And I knew I didn't want you out there. Started working for somebody. Called himself the clown. Thought better of it, but the money was good. And I fell in deep. Look, I've been climbing the ranks. You've been out in the world. People know our name. What's the deal with that? Ship you're standing on is our family legacy. I didn't know how to tell you. So I kept it from you. I couldn't have you going out in the world. Look, D, there is something out there that only you and I can deal with. Okay? Gives us power. Unimaginable power. Over a lot of things. And I think if I get my hands on it, I can get your mom back. What is this thing? It's a trident. You know, big, big fork. Does it have barnacles on it? I'd imagine it would. It's been lost to the oceans for a while now. But if I get my hands on that, it's in our blood, D. We should have some sway over the oceans themselves. And if that's not the kind of power that can alter destinies, I don't know what is. So he pours himself another very tall shot of whiskey and downs it. Yeah, D will down the rest of his just in a shock. Give me a, give me a constitution save. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Five. Five? Yeah, yeah, it comes back up. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah. Take, take it slow. But look, uh... I'm in too deep. I couldn't have them know that you exist. They keep tabs on our families. They don't let us leave. And we're gone a long time on these shipping routes. D, I'm so sorry I wasn't there for you. But you gotta believe me, I was trying to make things better. Well... I, I appreciate your apology, but I think uh, 
if you don't mind. And I kind of gestured to the Pokeballs at my side. Mm-hmm. You owe two other people an apology as well. And I tap Imagine mute, that do. Mute's ball, mm-hmm. and I tap stars. Okay. Yeah, Mute steps out and immediately just goes... It's okay. Just... That's... I get it. I, I understand. I don't know this one. A star just kind of gives you... Both of you a confused look like, Dude, are you a... Are we on a, are we on a boat? Your what is going on? companions murdered one of her friends. And she immediately bristles. And I just kind of grab her. Yeah, she gets real tense. Yeah. He's like, listen, they've done some terrible things. I know this. I've been working with these two guys. If we can get enough intel on who this clown is, we should be able to shut him down. On the inside. These two guys, they're... They mentioned they were like, un- my friends mentioned they were like under, like a detect, some detectives and stuff yeah, like that. Okay. They're, uh, they're in deep too, but look, I've wanted out for a long time and they must have sensed that because they came up to me pretty quick after we took them in. I think we're close. If I can bring these guys down, if I can get you out of Green Gate and away from all whatever's going on in those woods. I keep you safe. That clown is the one responsible for your mom. I'm gonna tear him to pieces. I'd like some of that too. Fair's fair. Now look, as much as I wanna say that I'm sorry and we can be a family. I know I hurt you. I did what I thought was best. And I pushed you away. I kept you away. But you're doing great things. I'm trying. Then um, I kind of pull out from my bag my mom's journal. And kind of just like place my hand on it. He... He wipes the tear away real quick. It was originally to do this in spite of you. Being angry, confused, and mostly doing this for mom. Because I know she didn't want me to be locked away. But if it, it's hard to believe you right now, as much as I want to. It I is, understand. And I th- no, more, no more apologies are needed because the more you say sorry, the lesser effect that it has but let's get the hell out out of here as quickly and reasonably as possible without blowing up whatever you have going on and whenever we get situated we'll fix this look I have a way for you to get back to shore you can take the boat and he takes off the barnacle encrusted jacket Okay. And he swings it over to you. It's going to be a little big on you, but... It's, uh... It carries weight around here. The, uh... The cadavers won't mess with you. They see that on you. 
It means, uh, it's a symbol of trust. Okay. You take this dinghy, go back to the beach, and, uh, tell him the Dock Master ordered the release of your friends. Okay. And you get as far from here as you can. And I hope someday we meet again and I can see the man you become. Hopefully under better circumstances next time. Couldn't agree more. I'll kind of start to get up and jostle this massive coat. Yeah, it is huge and there is a sphere on the inside of one of the pockets. And as you kind of tap and look at it for emergencies only. You understand? What? What is it? It's a blade. It'll get you out of a jam. Like? It's alive. It'll fight for you. Oh. It's, uh... It's a gift from your mom. I think she'd want you to have it. I'll hold it proudly. No. And wiping some tears away, of course, at all at the same time. He, uh... He'll kind of move to stand and head over to some of the windows to make sure nobody's watching. And then he heads to the back of the ship and opens a door. You can see there's a rope ladder hanging down to another one of these boats. Good luck. Good luck, D. You too. And kind of starts to step out of the door and kind of like looks towards him real quick and kind of gives him that quick like that half awkward. hug like the okay um just be safe no head out okay you can hear the uh the beginnings of a, a sob as he just kind of turns back and uncorks that bottle of whiskey again oh returning mutant star okay as you make your way into this little dinghy you're, you begin sailing back towards land. You see an enormous white chitin-covered beetle just charging through the docks, slamming into shipping containers, sending a few of these privateers flying as they try to begin firing their shots towards it, and it's just deflecting them off the blades. And behind it, floating very quickly, is the very same cadaver that found you. <laughs> Launching off after it, and it seems to be holding its hand up, but this thing's just going mm -hmm. too fast. And up on a hill, very far away as you bring your dinghy up to the side of the docks, and you can see is some of these privateer individuals. Toss that rope, son! We'll get you tied down. Yeah. And they begin mooring you off, and they're like, Need a hand? Yeah. Yeah, yeah come on up! And they kind of haul you ashore. You're beginning to understand the Power of the coat. Quite barely. Quite barely, Milo, he did well. Oh. <laughs> Milo, as you yeah. and Hawthorne yes. make your way, following the trail of this purple cadabra, yeah. you watch from the tree line uh -huh. as one shipping container that stands apart from the rest okay. for its raucous momentum, as it seems to be going... <laughs> before suddenly the back half of it just dissolves into acid. And you see this large white beetle before it's immediately caught midair by a cadabra. 
You see a number of projectiles come flying out of this container. For the beetle itself is thrown back in, and the metal container just crunched to make room. Whoa. As Hawthorne just goes, well, Ty, we don't want to tangle with that. You see the cadaver's just floating alongside, and very occasionally it just throws a hand out. You can hear the sounds of something thudding on the inside of this container. Before yet again, you see these large white chitinous blades carving through as more acid begins to melt another portion of this. As the large white beetle dives out again and slashes across the front of this cadabra, it falls limp on top of the container for a moment. For this beetle just takes off in a run down towards the dockyards, followed very swiftly by the cadabra. Chatham's like, probably a good place to start looking. Cool. As the two of you head down towards the shipping container. Hello, boys. Hi. As you guys slowly emerge, like, dodging poisons and acids that are melting the sides of the container. As Cyanide's just like... Yeah, she is. Uh, kept the name, not Big Liz? Oh, no, I call her Big Liz. Oh, okay. I kept the name. Oh, okay. In the sheet, it's cyanide, but I call it. CJ calls her Big Liz. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, yo, Big Liz! <laughs> I will melt you. But yeah, the three of you reconnoiter with an armed Hawthorne who's just kind of holding one of these, like, dark guns and is just... What's you up? Guys, you guys okay? That's a, we are now. I, mean, I guess we're fine. We're, a big creature. We're out of that, yeah. yeah. Here we go again. Yeah, you see yeah, where that so great. D kid got yeah, brought? No, where's D? Where where do you go? He was taken. We were just thrown out. into this shipping crate. Yes. All right, let's. Cadabra. Let's lay low. All right, come this way. He kind of leads you through the winding towers of shipping containers. Let, give me a charisma based stealth check from the three of you. Okay, I'm gonna call back again. Mortar. Yeah, not dexterity based. A charisma based stealth check. I'm gonna do the same. If with you him. are proficient in stealth, you may add your proficiency bonus. But we're gonna use your charisma modifiers because this is not so much. Let me remain unseen. There are hundreds of people out here. Let me blend in with the crowd. Is more what you're going for? What is my proficiency bonus? Currently, it's three. Okay. Ten. From which speaking of which, we're gonna have to update you guys' character sheets. Jesus. Because so all of your proficiencies are going to say two still, but they should be with an additional three, because you guys have leveled up a bunch. Oh. Yay. Okay. How'd you do? Nine. Nine? I'm going to call back Big Liz and then also ask Milo and Hawthorne about Dez. Okay. Ten. Have you guys seen, seen him? No? No? No. Uh, who's, who's Dez? Uh, I'm just going to like kind of quietly be like, Dez? Is Dez are you around here? Okay. Wish I had this stupid disc. <laughs> okay. I'll say that's uh, probably the, the reason that your stealth went a little <clears throat> less than stellar. It's fine. Uh, but as you and Hawthorne are like, secret agent mode, you're just like, I'm going to mimic everything this guy does. It works for you. Cool. Um, the two of you just kind of stroll down the lane. You're like, we were never prisoners. What are you talking about? What's going on here? And Smeargle's uh, still back at the hut, right? Smeargle is still back at the hut. Rearranging his docks. And... Yeah. Well, the ones that... Actually, yeah, no, nobody nobody yeah. got out, so... No. There were no survivors of that. We'll deal with that later. I'm sorry, what? Don't worry about it. Jesus. I had to run through the order of events in my head. Three very different things just happened. There were no survivors? As what did the, you do, Milo? As the lot of you kind of make your way out where you can see the coast again, 
Uh, Hawthorne will hand somebody a spyglass. Who wants to make the advantaged perception checks? Not Milo. Mr. Woods? <laughs> no, not me. Anybody right, Mr. but Woods. Milo. It makes Throw sense story-wise for me, but yep. no. At advantage, with a spyglass. 21. Okay. You see D in a small dinghy riding out towards that large wooden galleon ship with that enormous Captain America looking dude driving him out there. He helps D on board and the two walk into the back of the ship and then out of sight. You're on the pirate ship just like you wanted. He, That's he, just what he's always he took wanted. D, the, the, the huge guy. He, I think it's his dad. They're on that that weird pirate ship way out. This hmm. Hawthorne just kind of sits like hand covering the gun but still having it out and just kind of leans against one of the walls. Water's too hot for me. I don't have a boat. Mm Can you get out there? I kind of have a boat. (laughs) I do too. I don't, but I have a plane. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you do. All right, you guys ready? Use your green lantern ring. (laughs) (laughs) Let's fly! Maybe just split up and CJ stay as close to below the water as you can, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I'll hold my breath for as long as I can. Okay, and I'll sneakily, I guess, go to the water and send out Rose. Okay. And then... Give me a give me a stealth check, Mr. Sneaky. Oh, boy. This time with your decks, because now you are trying to be sneaky. Sneaky scary. Sneaky man. 22! Okay. In the time it takes you guys to make your way down from your viewpoint, down to where you could get in the water, you see D returning on a black dinghy. Very wobbly, a little bit of a little bit of vom on the on the on the face, just a a touch. Wearing that large barnacle jacket, bro. What? And you see, privateers, offering him a hand, tying down the dinghy, as they welcome him back to dry land. He stands tall in this very very large barnacle jacket. Just super pale, having just thrown up. And he's a little wobbly. He he looks a little off, but Bro. he's back. Dude, Dude, are you okay? Are you all right? <clears throat> it's time for us to leave. Did you? Sure. Well, right now. Yeah, Did you? We'll talk on the right road. Right now. We'll talk on the road. Let's all get right, out of here. Let's go. Can we take this to the port? Or are we going that way? We just need to go. Like, just now. Like, just right. first trail. Yep. Follow you. Yep. Lead the way. Just stay close to me. Okay. Start leaving. Okay. You taking the boat or are you leaving the boat? Do you know? Is there any trails to get to Port Thalo or is it just only by, by it's, port? It's rough going. Like, there's there's a beach path, but it's very rocky, very slick. At high tide, it gets very, very dangerous. Then not yet. D would take the boat. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to get in the boat? Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, as soon as they finish tying it off, they're like, 
Oh, you guys. Sorry, yeah, I oh. do need to accompany this boat once more. Right then. Back aboard. One, two, three, four. Four lads. Heading out. And they, you see the, one of the wharf masters just kind of writes that down. Off then. Good voyage, lads. Yeah, uh, ahoy. Take care. Off you go. Then I start the boat back up and I. Okay. Yeah, it takes you. Yeah, it takes you more than one. Yeah, very, I'm not as very cool. fancy. <laughs> and the, the guy's like, "Do you need a hand before?" And the boat begins its slow trudging. Yeah. And as the lot of you head back out to sea, the last time you were in one of these dinghies, it did not end well. But this time, all these vessels and stuff just kind of give you a wave as you as you sail on through. And off in the distance, on that, that wooden galleon, you just see a very large, stoic man, arms crossed, watching you sail away. Uh, alright. Yeah, D kind of, like, does, like, that over-the-shoulder kind of, like, look, but mm -hmm. then kind of just, knowing that these three are hard staring at me like they are now, yep. just kind of just looks straight ahead. Okay. Yeah, as you... You guys make your journey. Does anybody talk on the ride over, or are you just wordlessly going to sail to Port Thalo? I mean, I would be very concerned about where Des was. So I'd be asking questions and be like, where's the last time you saw him? Like, where is he? Where's Des? Where's Where is he? Where'd he go? I'm just going to sit in silence. Okay. I will be uh, uh, inspecting the barnacles on his coat, but still just staring at him. The, the guy that came out on the boat was his dad. Like, it was the guy that took him, right? This is the guy that took him. Yeah, it was the... Yeah, okay. okay. It's a very large man. Right. No, I, I... Preposterously so. Yeah, CJ assumed that you killed him based off of what had happened. You took his jacket and there was vomit on your face. So I was like, oh yeah, D just killed his dad. But seeing him, now he's like, oh, okay, never mind. He didn't kill him, so we can talk about that later. <laughs> and we'll just keep being like, where's Des? But, like, did you see him? But, like, or something like where this. is he? All right, as you guys sail ever onwards towards Portelo, that gray sky gives way to storm. And the water starts to get choppy, but you can see the dock up ahead. Dee, do you keep the coat on? Absolutely. Okay. As you approach the Portelo docks, a number of dock workers kind of hear out, We've got a vessel! Looks like four kids! And it's just kind of carrying out over the the now beginning to get pretty heavy rain. It's almost coming down like sideways and in sheets. And your little dinghy's kind of filling up quick. And you guys are kind of shoveling the water out as fast as you can, being the inexperienced sailor boys that you are. Mm -hmm. As you approach the docks, they throw out some lines for you to catch. And they begin kind of tying it down and, and offering to, like, pull you in. Yeah. And they offer a handout to each one of you. Lead you up in, uh, in turn, and they're like, Come on in, lads. Come here. Come in. It's uh, wild out there. It, bold move being in a, a dinghy, but come on. Come on. Let's, uh, let's get you guys set up in town somewhere. Thank you. As they, they lead you ahead, you can see the... Even in these like almost hurricane winds, there is a Pokemon Center. The light still illuminated as a little beacon of warmth and dryness. So you guys head that way. The gentleman that has helped you off the dock is like, good luck, head on in there, heal up your team's rest. Take 
some time out of this rain. I gotta make sure anybody else comes in and gets the same welcome. Welcome to Portelo, lads! And he just claps two of you on the, uh, on the back and kind of pushes you off towards the Pokemon Center. You guys are left to your own devices in Portelo. Did anybody happen to grab my beanie? Uh, I didn't notice it was missing. I was busy staring at your coat. <laughs> we got yanked out of the building. Yeah, we, like you we did. kind of were yanked and thrown unceremoniously into a shipping crate. Well, on behalf of my father, I apologize. Sorry. Um, <clears throat> let's talk inside. Yeah, I need to blow up Mortar. He took some heavy hits. Okay. I'll just head into the Pokemon Center and give them Mortar to heal up. Alright. CJ, give me a perception check at disadvantage as you're out in the storm. Heading towards this Pokemon Center. I think that's a 14. Okay. Yep. Has anyone seen my boy? Where is my, Where is my sweet boy? Where is he? Where is he? His hands. Where is he? His <laughs> hands. Has anyone seen him? <laughs> you you is hear him? No, you I'm hear just a over man. the rain. Where's my sweet boy? Where is he? Where is he? Satan! You see Des come charging through the rain. Just yes. And in his little hands, Steve's beanie. Yeah. It was all I had left <laughs> of my sweet boys. You were taken <laughs> by the time I came out. Oh my god. It's okay, we're back together now. No. Never leave me again. I'm so scared. Never, never, ever, never. Oh, I've always just been a guy. I always knew where you were. Yeah, I know. I don't ah. like it either. I want it back. All right, boys. Thanks. You're right. Hey, this is yours, right? Yeah. I like your jacket. Thanks, Des. Nice. Swoop my hair back up and. Hello, meatloaf. Hey. What's up? Hello, meatloaf. Hey, it's beans too. Hi, beans. Beans. Hello. And meatloaf. Okay, so like. It's raining out here. Yeah, it is. You just want to go inside. Yep, we're doing that right, right. now. Is he just <laughs> through the wall? Oh, hey, it's nice so in here. Good, it's good. Wow, look at that. Can we just go sit in a corner of the Pokemon Center? Yeah. Their lounge area. At the kitty table. table. Pick a kerner, any kerner. The Fisher Price plastic table. The corner away from everybody. <gasps> the corner furthest away from everyone. Mm -hmm. Give Glad me. So like, like what? What happened? Oh, we can heal, right? In the yeah. background. Okay. Um, let's see. Where do I start? Oh, my dad. The very giant man. Uh-huh. Not what he used to look like. Um, he's definitely a lot on the more barrel-chested side now. Got big boobs. Huge trucks of land! <laughs> big boobs now. Um, he's started working for them. Um, uh, oh, long while ago, he... The privateers? Yeah, I guess. Um, they didn't... Or he the didn't... Mime Marino. The Mime. Oh. Um, oh. He didn't understand what he was getting into until it was too late. He just apparently wanted to start to have a better life for me and my mother to get us out of Green Gate because of what was going on there, which he's still very cryptic about he says the forest as everybody knows isn't safe and that's what he said and uh i guess being with them just gave him this rough 
and tumble kind of feel to it and he ended up being a little too harsh on me trying to hide everything and to kind of scare me into being safe without yeah he's it wasn't as bad as he thought he was no he apologized why'd you puke had alcohol like whiskey had whiskey and he's like told me i was old enough to have it especially everything that i've been through and so we shared a drink and then you puked uh i with all the information that was given to me i kind of downed what i had in my glass and yeah. like i'm sorry that's his takeaway can you continue well i mean okay. <laughs> honestly though dude came out like wearing his dad's jacket God. and he had puke on his face i thought he killed CJ, his dad that doesn't what oh I what do you think in a situation like that? You go on a boat with the guy, well, he's he like, I'm going to fucking show you what for, and then he comes out with his jacket. I, I don't know, man. Why do you give you his jacket? He said that it holds power over the cadabras and as a sign of authority, so I won't be messed with. And it also comes with, and I'll kind of just lightly show. Yeah, there's a Pokeball at his, at his side attached to the inner lining of the jacket right here and it bears the symbol of an anchor but where the anchor would be tied off with a rope there is a large like aquamarine eye what's that? I don't know he said use it in emergencies okay okay so this sounded like the disc all over again happy reunion I guess Right? Yeah. Honestly, like, he apologized for everything. And he says that he's working undercover with those detectives, I guess, that you guys ran into. Bro, what? He's in too deep, and he's, like, literally one of the head people there. And so he's trying to get rid of it from the inside. What? Did he happen to say when he saw the mime most recently? He didn't even know that the mime killed my mom. Okay. So you guys talked about that, obviously. He asked how I knew, and I said we met a friend who uh, was there when it happened. But is the mime still around, is what I'm getting at. For all he knows, yeah. Dude. Oh, that's not good. This is, and you're okay with, like, you believe this. This is all true. He showed zero indication of why he's looking for a trident. What? He says that it has something to do with our family and that it holds a lot of power and that if he can get his hands on the trident then he says he can bring my mom back uh, the one I maybe asked you about you asked me about a trident yeah oh we did see the trident didn't we I told you about it for I sure you, I think we you told Devin about it I don't think you told D no I think I'm pretty sure I did maybe. I don't remember. regardless uh, yeah that one okay wait so isn't that like in the manor yeah there's a like a picture of it, isn't it? Or is it the no, actual trailer? The thing is, <sighs> it's it was in that that it's not our manor. It was Ridgemont Manor. Oh. So I don't know if we can get back. Well, we know where it is. Is the important thing. Yeah, but but we don't, because where where is Ridgemont Manor? Is it still outside of Fola? Maybe. It's everywhere. It seems like it just kind of moves around, because. The book said it was in Watalonga, and that wasn't accurate. Yeah. And then he said to head to the docks and tell him that the dockmaster orders the release of everybody. Of you guys. 
And that's why everyone was well, like, let's we go. We took care of that, right, CJ? Yeah. Who is that, Kadabra? No. Okay. Apparently an ally of the mime. I didn't like him. He's not nice. It doesn't seem like he would be nice. The only Abba or even Kadabra we met that is nice is the one that's in your jacket hood. Okay. Did your dad say where they're shipping all of these Pokemon to? Like, who's taking them? To be completely honest, those were the last questions I was asking. That's fair. If any at all, to be are honest. You, I guess, you... but like, if, he, if he's working undercover and he's trying to undermine that whole Bruh, he, he just found out that his dad isn't as much an asshole as he thought he was. Like, what? I know, I'm just trying to think, like, if he's actually working against the privateers and they're still doing all of their privateer stuff and sending stolen Pokemon all over the world, that's not good. For all we know, maybe he's allowing the Smeargle to do his thing. He's hiding certain things that maybe the Smeargle may be leaving behind, along with Hawthorne. I don't know. Again, the not really was not on, uh, unfortunately, the top of my... Uh, to-do list. No, I, I understand. I appreciate it. Yeah. Are you okay? Kind of like a like a shock to the system. Like, getting kind of punched in the gut. And it kind of knocks the wind out of you. Still kind of recovering from that. I think I'll be okay. Feel better. A lot better. Not as angry. More so towards the mime, if anything else now. For ruining literally my entire life. So... All right. Good. You, you okay? You're I'm, looking, yeah, at, you're looking I'm, at me funny. I don't know. It's just, this is a lot. Yeah. Kind of just lean my head back and just relax. Just kind of taking a deep breath. Is there a pigeon coop? <laughs> uh, presumably on the roof, yeah. Okay. There are there are pidgey coops in most major cities. I'm gonna go up there. Okay. You go on the roof? Yep. Okay. Out in the in the rain and the storm. Yeah. Alright, meatloaf. You make your way to the roof. What's the play? Are there pidgeys in the coop? Yeah, they're all like huddled in in the storm. They they seem very uncomfortable. Okay. How, how many how many are there? Currently six. Okay. Do you guys wanna like come inside and they're just get back oh. out when the rain stops? Come on, and open the cage, and like, take them on, we'll go down, and I'll... They I'll, all flit onto your glove, because yeah. you're just, you're like the power line. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll sit on a chair inside, like the, um, the lady from Home Alone with all the pigeons. The pigeon lady. And, uh, and just <laughs> feed and groom them. Okay. Helps me think. Like okay. Brushing them, comb their little tufts, drying them, dry off. them out. Give okay. them some treats. <sighs> We're just gonna wait out the storm. And yes. Then... Yeah. Well, made it to Port Thalo. Yay. Yeah. I mean, it's a good thing if if your dad really is. Working undercover to... He seemed legit heartbroken over everything, so... I mean, he didn't seem heartbroken at all when he first saw you. He seemed really, really, really mad. 
Well, good actor. I guess he'd have to be. Uh, he, for I mean, my understanding is that he hated Pokemon and he had two Pokeballs on his hip and there's a ginormous Blastoise on ship um, that was kind of chilling out in the corner and then this large like crustacean two-headed creature that was kind of chilling in the corner like planted against the wall sleeping seemed like that he kind of like melded in with it weird so he's, he's doing good doing good you, you your dad's doing good apparently like he he did not look like that when i left right what do you mean like he was like still a fit guy but he wasn't that Seven tall six. and completely jacked how'd that happen so the, he used I, last question i've ever had like that i asked the appearance of your father is completely different you don't ask him how I'm kind of worried about you know what he knew about my mom and stuff like that to see if he was the cause of it i i understand that and that makes sense but like that's kind of a big deal yeah didn't cross my mind in the moment all right okay so you said that the jacket protects you against the cadavers because it like gives you rank or something yes so Okay, but it's not like magic, is it? Do I see runes or anything on it? No, no, it's very much an, an aesthetics thing. Yeah. What does Mana see when she looks at you? Anything different? I see a boy <laughs> with the coat of a man. It's too large for his body. My understanding is that it's like a captain's coat like they, right. it's just a representation of authority. right I, I i understand it's just i uh, i mean if it had like because okay y your dad is having to deceive pokemon that in theory can read minds and if that jacket gave him the power to do that and keep them away from his inner thoughts because clearly he's not working directly with them unless they're in on it too which i doubt I was just curious if maybe he gave that up to you. That seems very dangerous, but maybe, like you said, he's just a really good actor. Yeah. I, yeah, I I don't know. I think it's just more of not protecting from reading minds, but just more of like a, they trust him. Yeah. I mean, if he thing. did well enough to get it in the first place, imagine. And he just like let you leave. He's just like, okay, leave. He opened up the door, threw down the rope ladder, and gave me his the dinghy that we rode in on. All right. He, when I left, the last thing I heard was him sobbing and opening up more whiskey after our conversation. All right. And you, you believe everything that he said? He gave me no reason not to. I mean... Can I insight check Devin on that? <laughs> yeah. 19 told you everything okay everything that d believes right like sure like d sure. would say like that he trusts almost every right. word you're from... telling me the truth yeah okay okay all right well i'm glad that that's seems like a good thing i mean it's not like i'm gonna not be on the fence about it because he's still mixed up with that 
do you can, don't get me wrong. You can feel however you want about it. It's just before he I don't like know how to feel about it. Number one for you, and now it seems like he's actually not a bad, horrible person. I just still feel really bad for all these Pokemon that are just getting shipped around and taken. It's not right. We'll figure it out. But yeah, I, I don't know how to feel about the whole situation is where I'm kind of getting at. It's literally like you go your entire life thinking one thing and then in an instant it's just ripped in half and then pieces are just scattered everywhere. And now I'm just trying to pick them up, put them back together the way I know and try to deal with what's going on currently. That's there. We literally talked to some crazy dude has a magical house and he said that almost verbatim that my father isn't as bad as I think he is. Something around those lines, right, Drew? Yeah, take it easy on him. He's, yeah. You don't know what he's been through. Yeah. So. Did we already tell... Devin slash D about the mime and like locking him away. CJ info dumped that when okay. it was just me and him in the manor. Okay. Cool. Well, I'm gonna let Crash out because he's been in his Pokeball for yeah, I feel weird about it, so Okay. Okay. Yeah, he emerges, and I believe the last thing you said was, eh, it's fine, it's only for a minute. <laughs> he comes out. Oh! Hey, sorry. Some stuff happened. We're good now, though. Thanks. And he sees that it's raining, and he just storms outside. All right. He yeah. starts stomping in the puddles. Have fun. It's what he does. Yeah, I'll let, I'll let Mute out of the ball. Okay. Yeah, same deal with Mute. Last time he was out, it was like... You okay? Mute's gonna inside check. That's fine. He didn't do well. <laughs> He's like, so he goes... Punches you in the leg. Not enough to hurt, but just like, hey, I'm here. Yeah, I'll, I'll kind of just... Grab him wrestle him a little bit but like at the end of the day kind of just sit him on my lap and put like my forehead into like the back of his head and just kind of just for first time like all day probably relax oh yeah. like apparently the two weeks span that we were in that mansion but actually not be as tense as he has been so okay loosen up a little yeah it's also probably the alcohol that's helping so d do you know if the privateers have like a big presence here at the port like we should still lay low or at least be with you and jacket at all times uh i'm as long as we're by a port i'm not gonna probably take this thing off well uh, yeah but that's what i mean is like should we <clears throat> stick by you anywhere we go around water from now on i just i uh, i don't particularly want to be thrown in a shipping crate and locked in again yeah, let, let's just do that. And I'll throw how much, see how much sway I have with everything. All right. Um, But apparently my family name carries very heavily around these parts. So 
apparently I have a legacy to uphold. Captain Blackwater. I guess. That's my dad's title, technically. Well, you have the jacket, so you too. Yeah, you I mean, you, captain you now. started that boat like it was second nature, so... Could be. <laughs> Alright. Um, so while we're here, we... What are we doing here? Taking on the, the gym? gym. Might I as need, well while we're here. I need money. Bad. I mean, I can also give you some money if I'm you need taking, that kind of money. I'm not taking money. your money. I mean... All right. I don't know if there is one here, but if there is a contest hall, you can make a lot of money through contests. Maybe. You made a lot of money through the contest? Maybe. How much How'd money it go? Did you We make? never even talked about that. I'm, yeah, I got I got 200 bucks. <laughs> what? Yeah. Did you win the contest? I won. I won. Holy Dude, well, shit. Boy. I guess I guess Rose and Drip won. All right. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, it was it was really awesome. There was this one lady there who competed who seemed kind of stuck up and mean. She she wasn't very nice, but there was this other guy, Michael. He had two makuhitas, and they did like this this whole like dance and warrior thing. It, it, it was really cool. He, he probably should have won, but I mean, nice. Yeah, Rosen Trip pulled it out. Congrats, Sick. man. Thank you. Yeah. Oh. Feels kind of like small potatoes now but uh, long and short of it is you can uh, also make a lot of money in contests if you do well so i don't know if there's a hall here but it was a good time it was fun it was low stakes it's not really something that we're used to so yeah good change of pace but don't sell yourself short on that man it's good accomplishment thank you yeah it was fun <sighs> so kind of take a look around town take on the gym and see what else is going on your yeah. Pokemon dance and they give you two hundred dollars. Well, it's, yeah. it's more than that. They don't just dance. <laughs> you have to like come up with a theme and like a story. And I kind of just like came up with it all on the fly, and it all kind of just worked. Like we right. we kind of just had a powwow for like ten minutes before the thing started. And Rose was like amazing, and Drip was also great. It must be pretty easy to win. You didn't have any sort of plan. You just were like, let's do it. That's all right. Sick. Well, let's see CJ do a contest and win then, huh? Oh, sure, man. If it's two hundred dollars, yeah, go for it. We'll see how good you are, huh? I yeah. You don't have a rose on your team. What does that matter? <laughs> Just shows up. I'm here to win money, and like, what's your routine? Now we're just gonna punch each other, and like, that's a two from the Russian judge. <laughs> <laughs> nah, the Russian judge would like that more than two. <laughs> the Russian judge, it's an eleven. Everybody else is a two. <laughs> yeah, so that stuff. I mean, what what else is there to do here? I mean, can we look for more of the crates? Should we release Pokemon while we're here? Do the exact opposite of what your dad is doing? You have the jacket now. We can do whatever we want. Um, Big dick boys. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I wouldn't say I can just go around doing whatever I want, but I don't think that they'll kidnap us. Your you know dad's I mean? in charge. They can't. Well, they can, and they probably would, and then my well, dad would. Maybe start small, like, hey, this shipping crate was tasked to me, and I get the. Can I have a the hard time stuff. with already speaking to gym leaders? Give and me the jacket. You... No. <laughs> <laughs> what if. That was good. That was a good authoritarian voice. What if no. they, a container comes here, and it's going somewhere, and we see where it goes? You mean to, like, Amber Craig? If that's the case. Yeah, I mean, it's probably a good idea. Is there, like, a lighthouse or anything here? 
Yeah. Is yeah, that Portelo? Should be the big, uh, the big, big fella there. The big phallic building. Yeah. Is is it like it's a own standalone thing, or is like the lighthouse built into like it's, the center? It's, it's built into a few other buildings, uh, but the most notable thing, Joel is right. It is built on top of the gym. Oh, okay. Um, there is a lighthouse keeper who is separate from the gym, mm -hmm. but the gym being one of the larger flat-topped buildings in the area. Okay. It's also out on the beach. You guys probably would have walked past it, but it was storming so hard. Yeah. Well, hard, to, well, hard to say. While we're here, I do need to get up on top of the center here and set up a tower, but I'm going to probably wait out the storm. Why? Oh, you don't want to put up the tower during the storm? <laughs> that sounds like a fun thing to do. <laughs> Porygon comes up. Just, <laughs> just, just, I get shocked because I hear it. You're yeah. like, Professor you Pine, you're not going to believe this. Uh, Porygon's dead. <laughs> we fried his computer chips. They're all gone. I left him out in the rain. We did bag of rice, anyone? We can fix him right up. It's, it's fine. Well. But I will say the... Uh, you guys spend the, the better part of a couple hours waiting out the, the storm. And as it begins to clear, the uh, the sun's getting pretty low in the sky. But storm clears up. You have a couple hours before sunset, and that door might appear for you. Okay, I'll head to the... Depending on how Phoebe's feeling. The roof. <laughs> She's just like, I'll fine. bring it back in fall, Chester. They're gone. <laughs> Close it up. <laughs> well, it was nice knowing them. Okay. You go to the top of the Pokemon Center. And yeah, just okay. do my thing up there. All right. Everything's set up. Yeah. You you climb your way up there and... <laughs> up it goes. You're getting four bars. Oh, yeah, baby. Not bad. Where did my things go? I must have taken them off and didn't put them back on. Oh, well, I know where they're at. Or is, how many I have. Is there a part of the dock that doesn't have, like, the hustle and bustle of, like... Yeah, around the part where you guys came in. Okay, I want to go... There's not a lot of arrivals and small crap. Yeah, I just want to go to an area where, like, I could go sans D and not be immediately kidnapped and killed, if possible. <laughs> Jesus. Give me, a, give me just a general intelligence check as you survey the area. The adults here like to slit children's throats. 19. Their, 19? Their hobby. Yeah, hobby okay. Hobby. Yeah. Um, it seems like most of the unsavory, you know, pirate-style privateer individuals are currently in Falchester. Port Thalo, from what you've heard, being that it is one of the major cities that trades directly with Ambercrag, is kind of a seedier place to be regardless, but you don't think that you're gonna just, like, immediately be taken off the streets. Okay. Well, I'll still go to, like, a, a less hustle and bustle part of the dock mm -hmm. and just try to, like, blend in, like, pull pull my beanie down over okay. my ears and do some fishing in the ocean. Ocean fishing? You catch ocean, man. Oh, sick. Can I catch ocean man? Ocean man. And barnacle boy. All right, give me, uh, let's do some fishing. You. Nature. Fishing bully. Nature. Get the nature of the toiling, tormented ocean. Yeah, directly after a storm might be the perfect fishing time. Nope. Six. Hey, what's this guy doing? <laughs> oh, oh, it's a blue whale. <laughs> oh, my God. 
a little Animal Crossing joke for the folks out there. <laughs> Bingo. Um, six? Yup. Yeah, you cast your line out, and it's immediately brought back to you by the surf. And you're like, oh, no. <laughs> the, the ocean seems a bit choppy at the moment. Is there a way that I can, like, go out onto the dock? Like, walk out further beyond where the, the waves are breaking, or no? Um, I mean, potentially, but if you want to stay away from, like, a lot of the folks. You've got, like, the sort of pier area where you're fishing in, like, ten feet of water, but if you were to go out by the people, you could fish out there. It doesn't go, like, tremendously far out, maybe, like, 30-ish feet or so, but... Okay, well, I'll I'll try and go out a little bit further, just try and be, like, unassuming, just... Okay. Like, I've got my, my jacket and my beanie and my boots, and I'm just a, a child who's... I'm just a child yeah, fisherman. Just minding my business. Just a 12-year-old fisherman. He's gonna catch Rayquaza and be soared into the space. And then I'll put, I'll put one of my big old fish baits on there. Okay. Give me a nature check with advantage. Big ol' honker. Sweet. Yeah, big honker. One of my big honkers. Oh, thank God for that. That's way better. 22. Who doesn't okay. like a big honker? Jinkies. All right. As you cast your line out with a large section of bait. Chaw. You wait a little bit. You wait a little bit longer. You start to get frustrated. The line begins to trail out. Let's go. Very rapidly. Let's go. This magic carp's gonna be doing? green. I'm gonna I'm gonna let the, <laughs> the line go until it calms down a little bit. Okay. It continues. You're about three quarters of the way through your line. Alright, I'll I'll grab hold of the of the dock, like the railing. <laughs> <laughs> Is there, uh, is there a railing? Right onto a storm. <laughs> uh, you are towards the end of the dock. There's not like a railing or anything. This is just a pier. Come on, buddy. Okay. Use the muscles. You're yep. engaging the. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna engage try the and stabilizers. Try and <laughs> hook them. Right, give, give me a strength check. Sorry, right, you have like that button that helps reel it in. So yeah, oh, he's got the additional bad. bonuses, but. Uh oh. <laughs> Use D rock. Oh crit! Oh thank God! <laughs> thank God! Okay. As you as you Let's dig go. your sneakers into the to the dock, you begin sliding, but it's not a slick surface. As you're like, and you like almost go head over the the side, and you just barely dig it. As you hit the button on the side of the rod, it it stabilizes and catches. It's not going further out, and neither are you. Uh -huh. But you've made no progress on the pullback, and now that it's noticed some tension. It begins pulling. Give me another strength check. That's this thing what, is massive. That's what crit got me. <laughs> Cut and run, dude. Got me nothing. Nothing. You probably oh. <laughs> Uh, 18 on the die. Okay, okay. You let it trail out for a second before you hit the line and start actually reeling it in. Now you're in like a full-on fight for your life. Let's go. You reel in about 10 feet of your line. There's currently about 90 or so feet of fishing oh, line yeah, out there. Oh, yeah, we got this. You notice from this... The line itself isn't moving side to side. This is deep. Whatever thing took your bait, grabbed it, and went. Oh. So give me another strength check. Sharpedo? Whale Lord? He'd be dead. Oh, no. Six on the die. Six on the die. They just go. Another about 25 Swallow. feet come Swallow. out of the line. No. 
Give me one more strength check. You fail this one and it's gone. <sighs> Six on the die again. Bummer. Six on the die. I rolled a two. <gasps> you are lucky. What's your, what's your strength bonus? He's in the game. Uh, I don't. I mean, it's negative one for me, but I don't know what D's. <laughs> okay, so what's your bonuses total? Because this might matter. Because this thing has a I, very I don't, high I don't strength. Know. I think the only thing I have is your, plus two. Yeah, the right? rod is plus two, and then your strength would be minus one. So it's be a seven total. Seven total. It's a tie. <laughs> it's two plus five over here. I think this it's a tie goes to the fisher. Yeah. So you don't go any further, but it's same deal. Oh, One more right. failure, and it's, and it's going out. <laughs> come on, Bentley! <laughs> come on! Fisherman. Oh, God. He's about okay. to go in the Marianas Trench. Oh, that's a 13. Catch a legendary? 13. Or, or All right. head explode from On a 23, pressure. you have two options. Cut the line, or go for a swim. Go for a swim. You have a reaction. No go for a swim. I'll cut the line. Okay. No. You <laughs> instinctively you just cut it as the line <laughs> just off into the just... darkness. <laughs> off it goes. Just into the darkness. Give me a perception check, Mr. Woods. See just, it! That's just such a physical reaction. See it, Bentley! Eleven. Oh. Alright. Everyone has that tale of the one that got away. This will be Bentley's. You tell the whole world what you think that was. This is your Cause Yeti. Because I'm not gonna. <laughs> this is your Yeti. All you know is this thing was sad. enormous, very fast, and incredibly strong. What kind of water creatures fit that bill? I just for the, saw, For like, the record, that last 20. one was an 18 on the die plus 5. Whoa. So it Damn. went. Damn. And I that's what it did when you crit. And I was like, okay, I'll let him on a crit, because... There's no other way for you to beat that. So just like way in the distance, I see like a a fin and then like a tail fin, both of which that have like scarring on them. And I remember like Scar I, com I commit that to memory. Like I know the the pattern of the scars. Okay. And my Bentley's only synopsis is that it's some sort of Laresian or Laris variant Sharpedo that I will let Drew have flavor text with for how you want to create that. But well, we'll see if that I is that yeah. is my thought of what that was. Okay. So Bentley presumes that a Sharpedo has eluded his capture, sliced through his fishing line, and left him full of vengeance. <laughs> I'll, I just, will I'll run back from the dock and try and find anybody who will listen to me and then just start yelling about how I almost caught a shark and it was enormous and it was the greatest thing ever and I almost had it and it was like real close but like like way closer than what it actually was like that was just that aggressive goldeen everyone <laughs> <laughs> tangles with yeah <laughs> there's like oh many a legend told of the slippery seeking like, like no the, the massive whiz cash in the anime yeah <laughs> shark I swear oh, and you're yeah. like oh I, yes I'm I remember so my first minnow certain that it was a shark like Nobody's gonna believe what I'm saying, but like to Bentley, it, was, it absolutely was. Like, where were you? Shallow docks, and there was a shark. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I saved it. you all. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. Um, while they are doing their things, mm -hmm. um, was waiting for a moment for you to leave. D. <gasps> What's up, yo? So as D climbs to the roof, wow, yeah. and Bentley goes off fishing. 
Um, you have your moment. Yes. Hey, man. Um, so that was nuts. Yeah. What? I'm, yep. I'm kind of on uh, a near team for like, he's big now. Like, yeah, what? what the hell? So I wanted to play like a good cop to your bad cop, but I'm same page. Okay. Same page. All right. Um, it, the way it same was. Same page and all the pidgeys go. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> um, same pitch. Ignore these, sorry. There's just like seven so birds. Many birds. <laughs> so many birds. There's so many birds. You have so many birds. There's hey so man, many so more birds. So basically, like, for tuppence a bag, feed them. No. Come on. Here's no. the deal, though. I'm I know I'm, I'm creeped out more on things like your disc and whatnot. Sure. However, I was getting interesting vibes. He, he kind of let it drop in there subtly that he was like, oh, my dad said if he gets this trident, he can bring my mom back. That was like, what? That, how does that work? Yeah, she's dead. So this to me seemed like maybe he's not a changed man. Uh-huh. And he's like, hey, if you come across this, come give it to me. What in reality it gives him some way bigger power. Because it doesn't make yeah. sense to me that he would be like in on it and like undercover. Well, that's why I was like, he can't. There's no way that he actually believes this. I well, given everything we saw, because like we saw what we saw in the manor, that was freaking intense. It seems weird to me that he would work for that now, unless that wasn't actually him. Like that could be something. Like hypothetically, hear me out here. I'm gonna go tin hat mode right now, but Do just it. throwing it out there. Let's just say that like the whatever forces are this mime thing, right? <clears throat> We were getting inklings of it occasionally here and there. Maybe it knows things about the manor and knows that we knew about it. Presented a version of D's dad and was like, hey, go get that thing for me, that sick artifact, because then I can have more power, but put it in a way where he's like on his side now. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that's true. I'm just saying I, I didn't take that at face value. I'm sure he believes everything he heard. Which is why I don't didn't want to like say this in front of him, but I that wasn't that wasn't all I didn't take that at, at, as what it was presented as. I still don't either. He he definitely believes it though. I yes. just I don't I don't I don't how do you just you get gigantic all of a sudden? Huge. Mega huge. Like, the biggest guy I've ever seen. I mean, I don't know what everyone's capable of and you wouldn't do this in town but let's say you're undercover with those three detectives you could easily when you're out on a boat overpower the small crew easily yeah with plus whatever pokemon he's yeah, got freaking blastoise and whatever that other thing yeah was he could have easily Sounded terrifying i don't know i'm just saying it might not have been his dad i don't know and i don't think that i'm not of the mind that maybe we should help him get that trident either no I agree with you. I'm te- I, we're on the same page. Okay. It's good to know. Okay. Because I felt like I was the only one that was like, what? Are you, what? No. And I, I kept it that way on purpose. Okay. Because I don't want... Again, I, I'm sure he believes everything he heard. Sure. So I'm not trying to like throw him in prison here, but I'm just saying I'm, I don't really want to like help that. Fair. What, what happened with you and Hawthorne? D- dude... You guys got taken. Some uh, sleazeball came in with his Lightbird, and they were looking for whoever was left. They started to take all the plans that Smeargle was making, and then Hawthorne 
went and he uh, shot the guy with like a poison dart and I'm pretty sure he's like dead dead. I mean, I don't know poison that well, but in the moment he looked like mega dead. So I got and killed the guy. Yeah, pretty uh, much. Right. But right. I mean, all right. uh, you know, was in his house. <laughs> yep, he was trespassing. Um, There's a sign clearly. Uh, trespassers will be shot. He didn't read it. His problem. Oh boy. And then the leopard was attacking, so we just did combat and knocked it out. All right. Wow. And then uh, we went to. Uh, catch up with everyone else and it seemed like that what happened with you guys we got thrown in that crate and there was that big bug thing and we tried to help it and it didn't want help so then we were like let's let it out and mm. we tried to let it out and then the cadaver threw it back in and then we were like no you have to go back out and we let it out again and then thankfully it got away that time yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> yeah i also cool. shot it with a dart on accident oh i tried to shoot the cadaver but Oops. it was like nope into yeah. the bug thing yeah that's pretty weird it's it's favorite favorite for us doctors so. yeah and if he can, like, if he's got rank over the cadavers, why can't you just, like, stop this now? Like, right. he's the leader. Right. Can't you, like, be done Also, now? why was he like, I'm going to beat the shit out of you, D, and then took him to his boat, and now he's like, Something go, take my beautiful jacket that has this ripcord where if you're ever in trouble, you just use that fancy Pokeball. Something's off. And now everybody's going to let you do whatever you want. I'm like, no, no, no. Let me have cool things. <laughs> you can have as many cool things as you want. Just don't lie to me about them. I'd never oh. lie to you. I know that, but you don't know that. I know. <laughs> anyway, I Not just there. wanted to say that that's where I'm at. However, I will continue to, like be supportive because if you want to push and ask those questions that's fine but i'm saying i'm gonna be the good cop to your bad cop sounds good probably a good strategy okay. i don't uh all right yeah yes yeah, he <laughs> makes his way back down bentley it got away but it was huge i'll let you sell it to him if you want to all right i'm right that's your story to tell i'm right i'm right Perhaps over a frothy it's mug over. of ale with your old 27. A lot happened today. You're tired. So I, I need, I need the, <laughs> the mug of ale to really sell this story. Okay. And then also around this time, only the four of you see... It's back. A door appear in the middle of the Pokemon Center. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> yeah. so, mercifully for you guys, it appears in the center, but right around where the door would be anyway. So you'll just look very odd as you disappear into a sliding door. I mean, I'm down to go in here. Yeah, me too. Okay, cool. We good? Okay. We're going in? We're going in? D hesitates for a moment of going in. And then goes in. Okay. Okay. Yeah, as you guys all swing wide the doors, you can see all of your various Pokemon have been just tussling in the main hall. Just diving over one another. Ruby's like, I made more brownies yeah, for the boys. Did. Yeah, you did. Flinging them out. And uh, Phoebe seems to have some like gardening gloves on. She's looks like she's been hard at work. She just goes, hey. Hey. Hey, Phoebe. And we'll pick it up there next week. You didn't miss anything. <laughs> Boom. You didn't miss anything. We made it safely to Port de Lo. It was really easy. Totally uneventful. With distrust brewing among the tots, the boys rejoin Phoebe in their magnificent mansion to prepare for a well-deserved rest. If you enjoyed this leg of the Tater Tots journey, leave a like in the video and show them your support. If you'd like to keep up with the Tots in the future, why not subscribe to the channel? If you'd like to help us out in other ways, you can follow the links in this video's description box to the Patreon. From there, you can join the discussion in our Discord servers. 
check out the post-show, still rolling, and get access to some extra special content before it goes live. There's also a link if you'd like to check out some boarding party merch, and let us know in the comments below what you thought about our heroes' separate missions. Thanks for watching Boarding Party. We'll catch you next week.